The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast Show number 294, being recorded on February the 8th, 2020. I am one of your hosts, Jesus, and also known as Jesus Walks Up Today. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Gunny Chief. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Hi. Mm. Good evening. Good afternoon. How are you? Howdy. Howdy, partner. Hi. Yeah. And from Little Ohio, the one, the only, the Mayo. Hey, what's up? Hey, Mayo. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. Thank Anyways, people, let's get through this real quick. You can follow us on Twitter, underscore horrible gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes, all that good stuff. Join our Facebook group. It is a closed group. To, to find the Facebook group, you do the following you go to Facebook. You find the page, Horrible Gamers Podcast, you become a top fan, and then you find the group within the page. There's a link to the group in there, and you join it, you answer a few questions, and we accept you, and then, yeah, anything you post in there is not, by, it's not visible with people that are not part of the group, so that means it doesn't flood your timeline when all your friends and family and cousins and sisters and brothers, they don't see your shit, the, the nerd shit you post. They don't see it, Gunny. That's good. That's why I changed my name, so they don't see any of that stuff. Well, they don't see it anyways. <laughs> if you have your even, nor- even better. Even if you have your normal name, now they're not really going to see nothing. Oh, yeah. Now they will know nothing. <laughs> so go <laughs> join the group, people. We're on Facebook. It's a closed group. Also, join our Discord. The Discord server link is always in our show notes. So head on over there and join the 100-plus people in our Discord. Yeah. <laughs> You can also support the show with the monies over at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. Like our friend Adam Sunday, Alan Maybe H, Bill Garner II, Brandon Willier, Brian Capessa, Chad, Commandalorian, David Snyder, Evan Tanaka, and the M, Jesse Kraft, John Jerome, Jonathan D. Hall, M. Polo, Mechmod, Nipron, Porkchopu, Robbie Wheat, The Mayo, Subator, and Vader Holly! Woo. Woo. Thank you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. Woo. <laughs> we love Anyways. you guys. Anyways, ladies and Better gentlemen. Better help. Let's get on some zombies. It's time to move on now and talk about Stitcher. Gunny, do you like premium listening? I do. For your podcast. Well, let me talk to you about Stitcher. With Stitcher Premium, Gunny. You get access to ad-free listening as well as exclusive shows available to Stitcher and a lot of premium content only available on Stitcher Wait, to get in. premium. Yeah, like get to get premium, Gunny. All you got to do is head on over there, stitcher.com forward slash premium. You sign up, Gunny. All right, you sign up. You put your name, your credit card, your login credential, whatever the fuck you do. I don't know what you do. And then you... Where it says promo code Gunny, I got a tip, pro tip. You put in Horrible Gamers, all caps, no spaces. I am. And guess what you get, Gunny? You get a free month. 
A free yeah. month of Stitcher Premium. Just use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS and get yourself one free month of Stitcher Premium. Yeah. Good deal. I like it. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. And that works with the yearly plan or the month-to-month plan. So whichever one you decide to choose, you get yourself a free month. So head on over to Stitcher and sign up for premium. Use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS. All caps. Honey, do you like wearing clothes? Sometimes. Not right now, but or, other you know, times I do. When, when you go outside you and you have clothes. to you have to legally wear clothes, Gunny. You know? So that's what, yeah, the wife reminds me every time. Where's your clothes? Put them on. And I shoes. It's cold out there. He's always, oh, Johnny, put a shirt on. Yeah. Come on, gosh. <laughs> you can head on over to Redbubble, Gunny, and get yourself some HGP gear, some nice shirts. That you can wear, Gunny. Legally wear them. Legally wear them outside. Also some nice hoodies or jackets or beanies or blocks or socks or docks, TikToks. I don't know what else to say. Or shower curtains. Or shower curtains when you don't want to wear any clothes and you want to take a shower, Gunny. I wonder if I can wear that legally outside. <laughs> as long as it's not like a see-through. We're not legal experts. We do not recommend for you to listen to us for any legal advice. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to have to buy Gunny a shirt just so he quit going shirtless on the show. He always does that. It's kind of, it's kind of weird for our, our guest. Yeah, when Mayo calls me like during the week for a test, <laughs> I'm just like, you're not wearing. I'm wearing pants, uh, shorts, but no shirt. <laughs> I should. I should head over to Redbubble. You're right. <laughs> you head on over to Redbubble and you get yourself some damn shirts already. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, maybe you can head on over to Redbubble yourself. Search for horrible gamers in the search bar, and once you see the guy wearing our shirt, unlike Gunny, doesn't look like Gunny, but he's way younger. It looks like me. So yeah, I'm like a model. Over younger, here. younger male, I guess. <laughs> Slightly younger. Just well, well, a teensy bit more hair. You, you click on there, bit. and there's over 70 items that you can purchase for yourself with the Horrible Gamers logo on it. Anything from a clock on the wall to the socks on your feet. Hey, also, uh, what I recommend, because I'm old, but oh. I'm weird. I like stickers. You can actually get H Horrible Gamers stickers. And they're actually pretty cool. It's it's like our logo that Jonathan Hall did for us, and mm-hmm. I really like it. Like I didn't put it on my truck, Jesus, but I put them on my clipboard because Ooh. I knew it would like fade off in the rain or sun. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, it's like off. my favorite sticker. It comes with a large one and then a smaller one, which I put on my PC tower. Mm, nice. Yeah. Reminded me, Johnny. I just my daughter just bought a, a, a Chromebook to type in. She likes to do like some writing. I'm gonna put some HGP stickers on the back of the floor. Just put a, He's already talking about ordering stickers. I'm gonna get a big one for the center. <laughs> She's gonna be pissed. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this, Dad? What is this nerd shit you put on my laptop? <laughs> perfect for a Chromebook or a laptop. Fell on there and stuck. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Dad, I don't want this stupid ugly sticker on my laptop. <laughs> She's gonna be mad. <laughs> oh, but, but you know, if it was a, if it was like a MacBook Pro, you could cover that ugly Apple symbol with oh, it. Oh, top of the Apple fire. and be like, "It's the HTP <laughs> Pro." <laughs> yeah, Pro book. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, go get yourself some gear over at Redbubble and support the show. Anyway, it's time to move on now and talk about what we've been playing this week and all the video games and, and fun stuff. Right, Gunny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why we're here. Well. Tell us what you've been playing. 
Call of Duty. <laughs> so, oh, so this is like it. an every week oh, thing. No way. <laughs> You'd be surprised, guys. Surprise, surprise. Call of Duty. Well, right now it's double XP weekend. So right now, for like the last push or before the season ends here on Monday or Tuesday, I think the season ends Tuesday, they have the last push. It's pretty much like the last double XP weekend for this battle pass. So you have double XP on your battle pass. Double XP on your weapons and double XP for like your normal rank XP. I, I do get that text message also. I must. I think I signed up a couple of years ago through the Call of Duty app. Really? So I guess I actually weird. get it on my. I got it on my phone this morning. That's fucking weird. That's awkward. Yeah, I was like, why is Call of Duty sending me a <laughs> the fuck text texting message? me? <laughs> do you think this was on purpose to kind of battle the new season of Apex? I think they had an idea that was coming out, and they decided, oh, yeah. hey, guys, how can we fight that and Everybody get some more one. people playing? Let's offer double XP on everything so well, they can finish their, their season so yeah. we can kind of count at the intro to the new season of Apex. Yeah, because right now it's like the very end of the season for like Call of Duty. Like, it's like literally two days left or three days left at this point. So, right. Yeah, you pretty much have to grind out whatever you have left, whatever you can grind out. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that. I'm level 94 or 95 now on the season pass. I've only got a few left. I've got, like, five left. But I've been also simultaneously working on getting my Uzi gold, and I've completed most of the challenges for that now. I, I did all the long shot ones, so I'm done with those. I just need to pretty much clean up some of the crouching kills and mounted kills to get the Uzi gold, and I'll have that gun gold, and then I'll move on to the Bison or the MP7, which... I don't know which one to move on to next. Probably the Bison. It looks like a good gun. Um, besides all that good stuff, besides all the Call of Duty fun, I mean, uh, what was I going to say about Call of Duty? What for Call of Duty, Call of Duty? Uh, Maybe the co-op missions? Oh, no, I already did talk about those last week. Uh, no, I Call of Duty. I'm done with Call of Duty. <laughs> Fuck Call of Duty. Call of Duty is done, Gunny. Moving Fuck on. That game. Moving on now. Uh, <laughs> me and Brink and uh, Snicker Snee. Yesterday we were playing some Apex Legends. Oh. Um, so season four or five is out now. Um, four. Four. Yeah. They had a new a new character. He's like a Death Walker. Like he's pretty much like Death walking around. <laughs> he yeah, like, he looked pretty mean in the little trailers they the were little, showing. That, that trailer they showed, he like fucked every. I don't know what, what the. I don't know who he was trying to kill. Who who was that little girl he was trying to kill? Uh, I think he was—he killed the guy. I think that's—if you remember, right, it showed like a video. He was a target. Who and was the? Who was the guy? I was actually listening to um, a GF and G. Well, shout out to them guys over there. Uh, Jonathan knows a lot about that Titanfall universe, and he was making reference. I think that guy was like a head of some kind of company. Oh, he's head of Hammond Corporation. Hammond Corporation, if you don't know, guys, is the guys. They're the company that makes all the Titans in Titanfall. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, okay, so he, yeah, they're the ones that make all the Titans in Titanfall, and so it makes sense now why the guy wanted to kill him, so yeah. And they said, and he he was saying too, and this is probably more of Jonathan's alley, because he's a big Titanfall guy, I just enjoy Apex Review and Apex, but he said that that girl at the end, they, they, they show her getting that little artifact to her, and that was supposed to be like a symbol of some other character that at one point in time earlier in the year was data mind and people thought this character is going to come out and it this symbol kind of referenced something like that so he was even thinking like that they are kind of watching the media and watching people oh, you know like they how are. they data mine and <laughs> then so they're actually playing into that and putting that into their story yeah of you know and stuff so 
it's really interesting to kind of what they're doing with that. Yeah, you know they are. They definitely are, and and, and I think it's cool because it's. I like the Titanfall universe. The whole thing of like these crazy ass corporations fighting each other in the future because of fucking resources or whatever. Um, sounds interesting to me. So, yeah, it makes sense that the dude had a bunch of bodyguards. He was he looked like some rich guy in a penthouse or something, and this fucking killer dude shows up and starts fucking everybody up. The shit was nuts. That was a cool video. Anyways, we played some of that. Me and uh, Brink were doing pretty good. Me and him were actually doing really good. We were playing alone. Um, we were, at first, you know, we lose our first couple matches, warm-ups or whatever, but then we started doing really good. We ended up in a position where we literally had just lost, barely lost the, the match. We got second place and the other team won. And... Um, Snickersnee joins us on Discord. He like joins the general chat because we were. I was just in general chat. He joins. You guys got room? I'm like, yeah, we'll play or whatever. And as soon as he joined us, motherfucker, we got started getting paired up with people on his fucking level, dude. And it was yeah, like impossible. Man. Played a lot. Fucking a. It was like we were just getting slaughtered, dude. We were landing just like fucking ten seconds later. We were we were all be dead, all of us. We'd be like, what the fuck? Damn. It finally started dumbing us down a little bit. And I think one of the, finally one of the matches, one of the last few matches we had, we ended up in second place. Uh, but it was rough, man. We were like, we were legitimately just getting rocked by people. Um, but yeah, that game's a lot of fun, though. It's a lot of fun playing with mouse and keyboard uh, more than it is playing with a controller for some reason. I just feel like the aim is way easier with mouse and keyboard in that game. So, yeah, I like it. It's a fucking amazing game. It's so much fun, man. Like, just... It's crazy to me how smooth it is and how great it just fucking runs. And, it, and then Brink showed me that our NVIDIA, if you have an NVIDIA card and you press Alt F3 in game uh, and you turn on the sharpening filter, because uh, you know you can put game filters over your, over your game, your black and white right. vignettes yes. or whatever. If you turn on the sharpening filter for um, Apex Legends when you're playing it, it makes like everything look way fucking nicer. Like the game... It looks super detailed when you turn that on for some reason. I don't know what it does. It, it makes everything sharper, I guess. Um, but it's just the ground. You can see the pebbles on the ground. You can see everything looks cleaner. You know, it looks it looks crazy how how well it looks. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't believe him at first, but when I when I ended up doing it, I was like, holy fuck! It, it actually works. He's right. Yeah, this is the same concept as a program called Reshade. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or not. No. Some people are using that on PUBG at the time when PUBG was kind of. I remember those midway through the season, or whatever. You could do reshade, and it would just basically you could change the the tent or the hue of the actual end game and and just how how clear stuff looked, and you could actually almost get an advantage. And it, that also worked well with Minecraft. I think it was another one that reshade was really popular with. Hmm. And Nvidia came out with their own. One of the many features that NVIDIA gives you that's built into their graphics card drivers is another reason why I like them over AMD, stuff like that. Yeah. I can't remember the other shortcut. There's one to do photos, and you can do up to, like, 8K photos. Yeah. There's a key shortcut, and then you can do – and you can pan around and stuff. So you can, like, pause the game, and you can move it all around the map, and you get, like, a full 3D look at what's going on in the game at that time. That, that probably looks intense in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 8K. Mm -hmm, partner. Ooh. Yeah. That 8K display. 
Anyways, played a few matches with Snickersnee and them. It was fun, a lot of fun. We rescued him a few times. He rescued us a few times. I died quite a bit. Uh, so, yeah, fun times. Uh, besides Apex Legends, besides all that, we played some Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, we were playing that Galactic Assault mode. That game's incredible, dude. It looks insane how good a game looks. I'm just fucking... Every time I play that fucking game, I'm just like... Wow, dude. Just fucking wow. This thing looks insane. And I completely forgot, but that game has a campaign. I'm thinking I want to replay that campaign. I've never played it. I've, every time I've jumped in, it's always been with Jonathan um, and or any of you guys. And just just like a team deathmatch. Or, it might have been Galactic Assault, which I played it's, last time. Yeah. It's a good campaign. I, I beat the... There's like a light it's campaign pretty, where you're pretty much like a Jedi, like on a good team. But after you beat that, it actually has a... Uh, like a Sith campaign or whatever, like. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The campaign. Yeah, I actually played it on the Xbox. Is so that. The fucking Empire or something. She ends up like, fucking betraying him and leaving the Empire. <laughs> yeah, she turns on him. She turns on him or whatever, and she becomes to the a dark rebel. Side. No, no, she becomes a rebel, Gunny. God no, damn it! Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, actually, interesting enough, you know they're gonna, they're gonna. I heard that rumor has it that Disney Plus is gonna make a TV show out of her, because she is canon because of this, whatever that whatever Dice did with the Star Wars game, they said it was part of like the Star Wars universe, like whatever happened in this game happened in the universe. And apparently, they're gonna make a TV show like The Mandalorian, but based on Iden Verzio. That's mm. fucking sick. Can't wait to see what it what it turns out to be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good stuff. Anyways, man. played a little bit of that. BB-8 is OP as shit. I'll tell you that right now. That little fucking ball thing. You 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 spawn as that thing, dude, and you roll around the map, and you fuck up people so bad with that thing. I killed fucking Darth Vader as BB-8, motherfucker. When Damn. have you ever seen a little droid kill a fucking Jedi? <laughs> yeah, right. I want to see a clip of that. So what, what, what abilities does it have? Because... Uh, so oh, BB BB eight has this thing where like he shocks the people right in front of you like so you roll around and then you like press whatever button it is for the ability and it shocks the people in front of you and then another one is like you like roll really fucking fast like super fast like haul ass pretty much and then there's another one I think you burn the people around you or something <laughs> you like pull out a little torch and burn the people in front of you <laughs> and then uh. What's the other one called? There's one they have for, like, the Empire. Like, the DD-9 or some shit like that. And that's, like, the, the dark side fucking little BB-8-looking thing. I don't know that one. I think he has the same abilities as BB-8, but one of them might be different. I know he shocks people. That's for sure. You know how the dark side, they like to use elect electricity a lot to, like, fuck people up. That's pretty much what that's about. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Interesting shit, man. Um, all the... All the heroes and everything's available now in, in that game, and, and it's fucking insane. That game is nuts. It, it, it could go... Some matches can last forever, dude. If, like, it just keeps going back and forth and nobody's winning. Right. I think they can literally last forever. They never end. The matches never fucking end. They could just sit... You sit there for three hours. And the, yeah. No. Yeah, I never saw a timer, like, in... Uh, no. I, I'm not sure if Battlefield had a timer either. I'm sure uh, it did. Battlefield but. does, I think, but, but Star Wars doesn't. I'm just thinking of, like, in the dice... Well, things. you remember when me and Tagging we cheesed it that one time. We were outnumbered like twenty to one, and then we just stayed at our spawn and 
waited till everybody quit on the other yeah. team. And then we ran over there and killed the one guy that was left on the other team. We literally sat. I mean, I'm not kidding you, Gunny. We sat there for an hour just shooting at the guys across the map. And they couldn't hit us because they couldn't come any closer. You know, they were like at the edge of their thing. But we yeah. just ran. We spawned and we ran all the way to the back of the map. And they couldn't shoot us. Like even if they had sniper rifles or whatever they had spawned in with. They were just fucked. They had no chance to kill us. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of trees and things to hide behind. Yeah, we were like in the city maps. We were just hiding behind like everything in the city. It was pretty wild. Like <laughs> me and Tag and fucking cheese the shit out of that one. It was, it was fun. Fun times. Yeah. So, besides Apex, besides Call of Duty, besides what the fuck did I just say? Star Star Wars. Yeah. Good old Star Wars. Oh, uh, I play another game, Gunny. Motherfucker, you. The game that I've been asking you to play with me all fucking week. Oh, yeah. bitch. Yeah. How about so far Wall Zero Hour, Gunny? How Damn about it. that? I got it downloaded, but I, I didn't get a chance to play it. Just because, hey, I didn't even get home till this morning. It's one of those, one of those kind of weeks. So I downloaded it. So it's, this is weird on PlayStation. It's not like Xbox where, like, if you get a free game on PlayStation, like on PlayStation Plus, and it's digital, you have to uninstall the disc version and install the digital version. That applies even if you buy a game digitally. Like, say, say I have Skyrim on disc for my VR, right? And I say it goes on sale for 10 bucks, and I buy it digitally. I can't just, like, say, play it digitally. Like, no, I have to delete the disc version... And then install the digital version again <laughs> to be able to play it. It's fucking weird, right? Oh, it's like two different kind of SKUs. Yeah, like and, and even if I own it digitally, like if I put in a disc, it tells me, do you want to install this disc? It like cannot cannot read like the fucking disc info. It's just fucking weird the way they do it. So I had to uninstall my disc version of Firewall Zero Hour and install my digital version that just got released for free for PS Plus members. Um, anyways, uh, I got into a match. First match I get into, I'm the host of the lobby, so like I'm the first player in the lobby. And the first two people that I meet are this this white dude from like fucking where's he from? He was like from Arkansas or something and some some, some Hispanic dude from like fucking New York or some shit. <laughs> and we started playing or something, dude. And um pretty much Firewall Zero Hour, man, it was just a blast. We literally won we played, I think it was four hours straight. It was just like we were in the same squad, me and those two oh. dudes. And like every so often another person would come in or leave or come in and leave. Uh, but we won like most matches. I think overall we lost like maybe four matches in four hours. So that's like a lot of fucking wins, dude. It was just back-to-back wins, constantly winning, dude. We were just communicating really well. We all we were all mic'd up and we were all communicating really well. We were splitting up on teams because it's like Rainbow Six Siege. I, you've you've heard me explain this before, right? Where yeah. you, you're in VR, but it's like Rainbow Six almost. But you don't have abilities, but you have like gadgets and shit, and you're pretty much trying to kill the other team or defuse the laptop or hack the laptop or whatever. Um, so yeah, dude, I, I was having a fucking blast with the gunny. Like, dude, it was it was a work night, and I was like up like at eleven, fucking playing this shit. I'm like, fuck, I need to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I I was able to download it, but unfortunately, you know, I'm old. I gotta go to get up at three thirty, three forty five in the morning. So, but um, I was able to get that downloaded, so I can play that tomorrow. I'm down to play with you, man. Yeah, that game's a lot of fun, dude. It was just a blast playing with all those people, and uh, 
checking out the new map. There's a new map called Forward Operating Base. Well, the maps will be new to you, but for the people that have played the game in the past, there's a new map called Forward Operating Base, and it's pretty interesting. It's like a base in Iraq or Afghanistan or something. And it's like, a, there's Humvees, and like, there's like fucking, like those sand, fucking sandbags everywhere, and like, like little tents and shit set up everywhere. And, and um, but the thing is, as you're walking through the map, there's like a sandstorm coming through. So like you can only see so many feet in front of you. So like it's pretty interesting in that map. You can like really flank the shit out of people, you know, because it's hard for them to see you at a distance. So if you play it smart, you can play a lot of flanking in that game. And there was a lot of times in that game where like one of my dudes was pinned down. He's like, I got this guy over here. He's fucking shooting at me. And I was just like, look at the map and fucking, oh, I'm going to go this way. And I fucking go all the way around the map. Get behind the dude and fuck him up. It was insane. We had a lot of good communication, man. The communication is key in firewalls over our people. So communicate. Turn on your fucking VR mics and talk. I do like that in the headset where as soon as you hook it up, if you don't already, it's like mic switch to headset automatically. Yeah, it just it's on, you know. Like like that's the thing. Every every headset has a microphone. There shouldn't be an excuse for you not using a, a microphone on VR. Even if you have the old VR, like the first one that came out, that one had a microphone on it too. So whichever one you have, whichever version of the headset you have, you should have a microphone attached to that thing. You know what I mean? Um, just like some people don't like to talk or whatever, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. I've noticed that even playing one of my favorite games today. So yeah, It does was... the same thing on the Oculus. It automatically, when you plug in the Oculus, it automatically switches the audio and the mic over to it. Because it has a built-in mic and headphone, you know, speakers too. Yeah. So, um, it was a lot of fun playing Firewall, dude. It was just a fucking blast playing. Yeah. Every snaps. time I see that trailer, I'm like, I gotta get over and play this. There's a I've new. Got it on the download, but just. There's a battle pass for it out now too. Uh, battle pass is five bucks. Um, it's similar to battle passes in other games, but uh, you have to go through so many ranks and do so many challenges and then get so many levels and you unlock. I'm assuming skins or something. I don't know what you unlock. Crypto? I don't know what the fuck you unlock. Because I haven't bought it, so I'm not interested in buying it either. Like, you have to really be into that game to buy that Battle Pass. Like, you have to be, like, playing it every day. And oh, some people yeah. do. Um, I don't. I play it, like, every so often, so... Eh, a Battle Pass isn't really worth it to me. There's tons of characters you can buy in the store as well. Um, I wouldn't recommend buying any of them, as all the perks that are available with those characters are... Are available in game like you can earn them eventually um it'll take you a long time to grind to level up to unlock the perk and then buy it with the crypto but uh you eventually will get it for free that's the cool thing about the game there's nothing that's paid for like there's no pay to win there's pay to like unlock a character with the perk that you're gonna unlock at level 50 like yeah i guess that's kind of pay to win because you're getting a perk early but at the same time the person's paying for that you know you're paying five bucks for that character so like whatever other than that you cannot buy guns you cannot like buy other shit like that you know what i mean it's like all that stuff is it's only available in game like to earn so there's all that stuff besides all <laughs> besides all those games gunny uh what else did i play this week i'm trying to think i think that's really it i went and i bought a 3d movie <laughs> oh Oh, cool. A 3D movie? A 3D movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus is buying movies, guys. Woo! So uh, I bought Alita Battle Angel because uh, it was the only movie that I could find at Fred Meyer's. I was 3D. I was like, God damn, you guys have no fucking 3D movies in this fucking store. What the fuck? And then they only had, like, the 3D movies only... They only come in the, the most expensive version of the movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they're never like, yo, just buy the 3D version over here for like 50 No, like you have to buy the most expensive one that comes with the 4K edition, the DVD edition, and the digital edition, and all that shit to get so, the... It's fucking like 33 I mean, do you bucks. Have, do you have the glasses for your TV? No. Gunny, let me tell you a secret, Gunny. Super top secret. So, VR on PlayStation, you can watch 3D movies with just the VR headset on. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it works. It works perfectly fucking fine. Uh, it was weird, though. Last night I was watching Alita Battle Angel, and they kept freezing at a certain scene. I don't know why. Like, it would reach a certain scene, and the movie would freeze. Huh. But then if I restarted the movie and I skipped past that scene, oh, yes, the, the, movie, the movie would play fine. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe I, I, I don't know what the fuck. It's probably doing. a scratch on the disc. But this, the, the movie's brand new. What do you mean there's a scratch on the disc, honey? I don't know, blow on it, like rub it oh, across blow, the concrete. Blow. You just don't know how to handle this disc anymore since he went all digital. <laughs> Stopped yeah. on the ground a few times. Like. He was probably rubbing it <laughs> on the ground it, a little bit. <laughs> scraping against the edge of the countertop you know, when he opened it. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm going to take it out. You're right. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to wipe it down with that alcohol. I don't know, man. But uh, um, So, yeah, Little Battle Angel fucking looked cool. It, it was like a 3D, like... Like, you, you pretty much see, like, a big screen in front of you, like a theater almost. And it's in 3D. It, it, it's kind of weird, you know what I mean? Like, like not having glasses on and seeing the 3D like that, it, it looked interesting because it looks, like, real. Like, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, it cool. is I want to check something out. Watch the pew. Yeah. I want to check that out. I've never... I mean, I've only seen so many 3D movies other than just basic, regular-ass movies. But, yeah, yeah I thought that'd be and pretty And the 3D... The 3D in that movie is really good too, so like, I didn't mind paying. I can definitely see that. The 33 bucks for it, but like, yeah, like watching it, I was like, oh wow, like, it looks nuts the way like the characters move and the background and the foreground, everything looks insane. Like the 3D and, and the VR actually works. I, mean, I was surprised it worked that good. And the the thing will tell you like, hey, like it, it recognized that the disc was a 3D disc, so like as soon as I launched it and it turned on my like it says please turn on your VR headset, and I turned on my VR headset. It was like, this movie's in, this movie's available to watch in 3D. Do you want to watch it in 3D? And I was like, yes. And it's like it tells you like if you watch this in 3D, we will not display any audio or visuals to your TV. It's only going to be visible in your headset. So, and yeah, you just put it on and it fucking works. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, if you're interested, yeah. I get to look forward to in the future too is uh, the big screen cinema thing I, I mentioned before, where you can do like I can host a movie, and if you guys had like a PC or an Oculus, or if you had the app at the time, I know it's not on the PlayStation yet, but they're I guess they're in development for it, and you could come in and watch a movie in my theater, and I could host whatever is on my screen. Um, they had a new update here recently, and you can buy movies in 3D through them. But it's like going to a movie theater. So I can click on a tab and it has show times. And you can literally buy a ticket like you would buy a movie ticket. It, like you go to the movies. Yeah. And it will say for 8 p.m. tonight. And it will be a 3D movie of some form. And it has it list like 10 movies like every day. And they refresh to list the movies that they have. And... So you can be like, oh, I want to I want to see this movie in 3D. And all of them are in 3D and they're all totally fine Oculus. And you buy a ticket with real money and it's like $6 maybe I think to watch a movie. And you could watch it. You just log in at like 8 o'clock. See if you buy an 8 o'clock ticket. 
and you can sit there and watch the whole entire movie in 3D. Now they're not brand new releases; they're they're like some like older movies, or I think one of them was uh, like one of the Indiana Jones movies redone in 3D and stuff. So they're, they're older movies are like hit or miss, but it just be something neat to kind of tinker with. But something in the future that we might get to see with VR is another benefit. Is yeah, are you able to invite ticket. a friend? Like, hey, I bought you a ticket? Or is that assume. something you're looking forward to? As far uh, as invite a friend to that movie? I would assume you could. I, I didn't really look into it a whole lot. Like, it's it's a lot of friend-based stuff already in this app. And, um, like, you can have, like, a private room, and I can invite up to 20 friends on, on my own private screening. So, but this, they kind of treat it like a movie theater. It even puts you in a lobby. Like, how you would go into a movie theater and it's like... You know, this movie is down the hall to the right. This movie is down the hall to the left. You're in an environment like that, and you'll see doors with the movies, and you kind of can walk up to it and and do a thing. So it's, I was looking for an orgy setting. There, there might be. <laughs> I, I don't you know. You know, just movies. hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that idea too. That's good. <laughs> Take that. But you know, like speaking back, uh, going back to. I know we brought it up a couple of times in the past couple few years, but where I remember, I think it was, I don't know if it was just Xbox that was the only one that did the, it was kind of right around the launch of Netflix and it would be like, hey, watch movies with your friends. And it was like that setting where you saw, it was just, you'd just see like two silhouettes. It would be you and your, you and your buddies and you'd watch a movie or a TV show. I mean, it, it, obviously it wasn't VR, but I thought that would just be the best way to do it. Even in VR, yeah, yeah. Well, and the even VR, if it like, wasn't a three D movie, you still get the this, sense that you're there with your friends. When, when I host one, um, I can invite friends, and so it puts your avatar in the theater with me. And so when you're looking around, your avatar looks around and acts just like you. So as you're looking up and down and around and moving your hands, that's what your avatar is doing. And you can look over at them and nod your head, shake your head, no. And the mic, it picks up your mute your mic, but you can talk to each other. So you can sit there and have a conversation like it's just you two in the theater. And you can just talk back and forth. You can talk about the movie if you want. You can just talk about whatever while it's playing. That's cool. You know, so I like that. It's kind of a neat little feature. Or you can even mute people. I think you can even make it so like that room so nobody can talk. You know, so if you want a movie that's not interrupted and you want to host it, you can make it so nobody has a voice and nobody nobody talks and then you can also put in like props you can put in like popcorn you can quote a little bucket of popcorn i don't don't know why i think that's kind of pointless but um you can do stuff like that but i don't see the point in that one you can't like reach into it and pull popcorn out or anything like that you know it's still it's there you know use your imagination man i think you can shake it and throw popcorn but you know it's there that's cool. I, I like. I do like but that. But it's I a miss step that in the right direction. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you? But yeah, 3D movies in VR works. Sweet. Uh, that's all I played this week, really, man. Just I haven't had time to really game much else. I'm trying to uh, trying to see what the fuck else to play. <laughs> I don't know what to play, man. I get like I see all the games that I have. I'm just not interested in playing them. Yeah, it's going to be that time of year where there's not a whole lot coming out right now. And so it, I had the same situation. I'd sit there and look at my library 
I go, I don't really feel like playing that. I played that yesterday. No, I don't want to play this. Well, listen, guys, I've I've got a game that I played today that you guys would be interested in. You guys should add this to your Steam list. Um, actually, I played it on Xbox, and that is the Fantasy Star Online Two closed beta. Huh. Oh. As far as I know, I'm allowed to talk about this. I don't know why it's closed, but you sure you're uh, allowed to talk about this, Gunny? I'm gonna. Well, there's not much to it, really. It's made by Sega. I never played the first one. You can probably just go Google that shit. Just YouTube it. It's just a free-to-play action role-playing game in the Fantasy Star series. So do you just kind of start off, create a character like you're on a ship. Um, pretty cool characters. I, I like the way the costumes and everything looked and change the faces around. But yeah, it just kind of dumps you right into the action, especially from the beta, which I liked. I did again, like I talked about last week with with that um, Sword Art Online. Like I don't want like tons of dialogue, so maybe that's where this game will be once it launches. But no, I was able to get right right in and start killing monster creature things that look like spiders, whether it be with a sword or you know you get this like gun looking thing. I thought it was pretty good. So anybody into the MMO stuff, I just I just kind of played through like the beginning sequence. But it's weird. Like it did ask me, like, you know, do I just want to play baby mode easy or hardcore? So I just played regular mode, and I thought it was pretty easy just going through that. Um, but yeah, it the, the graphics were decent. So yeah, I highly recommend it if you're into the MMOs. Mm, that MMO stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're not for me, but I thought, okay, this is actually pretty good. I I like that they're not, not throwing a million things at me and do these 50 complicated things before you go into battle. You know, just go in there and you can kind of choose weapons on the fly, which I thought was pretty neat. Uh, there were a few other things I didn't know. Like, one other thing, and I was like, okay, I don't... It's like up on the D-pad on a controller. So I'm like, hmm, I kind of see how they're trying to simplify things for maybe the console players because there were like mouse and keyboard settings again with the closed beta they probably didn't have time to you know separate it every separate it so or i could probably just actually do that from the xbox nowadays it's kind of set up that way uh, but i just play with a good old xbox one elite controller so hmm. there's that 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 beta ends sunday morning or sunday afternoon so, get on that, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next game I played, something I've been anticipating for quite a while, Jesus. Oh, okay. Zombie Army 4. So talk about this game. Talk yeah, so, you know, me, you, Wingman played through Zombie Army, was it the trilogy? Is that what it was called? Uh, I'm not sure if it was actually, or was it What was the last three? one? Sure, fuck, it was three, wasn't it? Yeah, so it, I mean, it was just part of that trilogy series. Uh, I never played like one or two, but it was more of a combination of everything together. And basically, what I like what they did though, going back to the trilogy, you'd watch like a cutscene for like five seconds. They pretty much just removed it, and then you just get right on to the next mission, which was everything was almost like like a wave based thing. Where, or how would you how would you call it? You kind of move forward on the map. And then more zombies pop out, you know, and that's yeah. Kind of it's kind of like you move like, up, and then you have to clear out the zombies, and you keep moving to the next location. It's kind of like World War Z. 
if you, you play exactly the that's what it almost re- you know it's funny like even though i played the trilogy somewhat i was like oh i get that world war z a little bit you know like especially like with some of the the way the graphics and character movement mm. so i'm like yeah if you like world war z you're gonna love this game um you know it's made by the same guys that did sniper elite the whole series uh-huh. so yeah a lot of a lot of sniping um the gunplay feels really good just like the trilogy series shotguns freaking uh assault rifles you know i whoever uses pistols i don't even know but you can equip it if you want to and so you got so some geez, machine guns and all that shit too so but geez, you probably want to know like what's different from the trilogy series to this one and so far i'm only into act number two so i'm only a, probably about four hours in because mm. i almost like I, re, I actually did i restarted it um i started a uh like a co-op campaign i, I kind of went back and i'm like okay so then i opened it up i, I know i invited better uh but then i just opened it up to the public had a couple people join me no mics of course yeah. but i i usually talk because i know they can hear me i'm just like dude there's there's like a there's like this that big ass gun i don't even know what it's called but i've never even seen it before I'm like hey come over here check this out there's grenades over here there's mines um, and you find those all over the map. Uh, so one of the the things that I noticed that they've changed is, or that they've even added is, like you find these electrical attachments. So it's just like you can add it to your sniper, whatever weapon you have. And then for like a short amount of time, you know, when you shoot the enemy, it'll just, you know, they'll they'll be electrocuted. And then the next two zombies over, they'll be electrocuted. So there's stuff like that. Um, the other one are those, like, they have those stationary type things where, you know, like, you hit it and it turns like a fan, and then all the zombies will be attracted to it. So, really, oh, you just kind of yeah. sit. Like little traps? Right? Yeah, the traps are pretty cool. Um, so, they'll you can just kill, like, 15 of them at once. Um, you know, or other ones where it'll be like World War Z, like that, where it'll have, like, these electrical traps at the, you know, that run across, like, certain part of the map. Yeah, just yeah. like that. But um trying to think of anything else. Oh, so they've added some perks. I don't know if I know they had that in the Sniper Elite series. So one of them that's pretty cool, Jesus. So let's say you are playing a single player campaign. I know the first time you go down, you just you just pistol just like in Call of Duty or Battlefield, you just kill them and then boom, you're back up again. But I think you just get the one time. So, but you don't have to worry about like, fuck, all right, reload checkpoint, you know, at least you can get up and run away and re-strategize. So there's that. The maps look cool. Um, yeah, up to four player. I feel like they're, they're bigger than they are like in the trilogy series. Uh, as far as like, you know, everybody's able to spread out and kill their own zombies. Um, the, I had a moment today where it might've been in the second chapter where, you get on this boat, right? And the the voice acting, like, like he's doing a good job at it, but it's just like, I don't know, just the way he talks is just freaking weird. And he's like, yeah, so we're on this boat, and uh, this boat's kind of rickety, and it tends to, like, stall out, and, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the fuel tanks tend to leak as well. So it's like, you know, and I'm just kind of like, all right, yeah, typical, it's a, it's a video game, yay. So he gets up, like, to this bridge in Venice, uh, you ever see like those bridges like in Italy where they kind of like they're kind of just short, but they're like really tall. So you can jump onto a boat 
like maybe you've seen it in a James Bond movie, right? So, you know, he pulls up, he's like, oops, the boat stalled. You know, of course, the zombies are going to, you know, actually jump onto the boat now. So, you know, and then it's just pretty much common sense and just fucking kill them all, you know? Um, so is it just pretty much Waves Survival? I haven't played any of this series at all. So there is like a separate thing to that where it is just like horde mode. There's like a separate thing. And I think really it's just, hey, play on this map, play on that map. Uh, where the where the campaign is like, you know, you just kind of go from start to finish. You know, or, or, or it just goes by chapters. You can choose by chapters once you've completed them. Once you complete oh, one, yeah. next one unlocks. Um, and then, hey, that's where you just go into zombies mode. And then, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Similar, uh, except that one is more wave based. Uh, where it's just, you know, you get to the last one. Okay, everybody go get ammo. You know, it's kind of just a, like in a one one area. It's kind of closed off, but it's still pretty large. So from what I've seen, like it's not it's not like a real sm- small area. But yeah, I think I got to the end of chapter two today and I was with three. I had two other players with me. And man, this like this big Nazi dude comes down and like he's got this like armored helmet. It's like I think he was like he had the flamethrower. Uh, which was like the second enemy I saw with a flamethrower, and he would just—he just wrecked us big time. No, I think he—he he did have like a, what did he have? Like a big, big ass machine gun. But I went down pretty quick. So yeah, and that's kind of where I ended after about four hours. But yeah, I can't wait to get back in and play this and complete it and get get Wingman back playing this game. It's a lot of fun. Like the Sniper Elite series and also the. Uh, Zombie Army Trilogy games are still good. So. Nice. But, yay. Hey, you know what else I played, Jesus? You won't believe it. What else? After Tony? talking about those Temtems last week, I was like, all right, because I'm, you know, at this point, you know, I've talked about it before. I'm like, I'm going to play all these different games if I can, even if it's not my wheelhouse. And I've never played like a, like even a Pokemon game that I can even remember. My brother liked him. He had him on DS and other Nintendo consoles. But yeah, installed it. Um, on uh, Ryan's Steam account, and I actually like it. I actually like this new Temtem game. It's really good. The only thing I really, I think that you know, that I have to get used to is like the way the map works as far as like hey, what house do I need to go back into to heal up all my Temtems? You know, so just kind of familiarize myself with those. Um, I, I, I was telling you earlier that I love the fact that you can name these things. I thought that was just like the best thing ever, um, because the first one it has the, uh, like my main Temtem is like a Pikachu, but he's like he's got the electrical ability, and I'm like okay that's cool that's that's gonna be my main Temtem right there. But the one that I like is like a it's like a kangaroo and a and a jackrabbit, you know, and I call it Bad Bunny, and I just I just love it to pieces, man. When he gets in there and just like start screwing up the other Temtems, you know. And that's uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, Bad Bunny, yeah. <laughs> it seems like I should have chose that one, you know, and just called it Bad Bunny off the phone. But either way, Pikachu's uh, pretty good. I, I feel like it's it's a great progression game. It's it's not something that's going to scare you away. So for those of you out there, I it's definitely worth the 33 35 bucks USA dollars. It's it's excellent. Yeah, Thirty five bucks, and then I think if you are part of the humble bundle thing or whatever, you can get a discount for it. So you get it for like twenty eight bucks or whatever. Nice. 
Yeah. So we got a special, special person on the podcast right now. Hey, who are we talking to? Who are we Yo, talking to? Uh, this is the male's son, actually. Oh, oh. Gamer Tag Injustice. Hey, welcome. Injustice, you want to talk about Temtem, right? You beat it? or well, uh, most of Yeah, it? so I've played all of the main stories so far. I have two or three side quests left. Damn. And uh, yeah, I put a lot. I'm. I think I've hit like forty hours by now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your help the other day, Justice. I appreciate lot. that. It's a lot of hours. I was such a dude, like just trying to come into it, going, "What is, what is def and all these different terms, oh, and what's yeah. going on with my temtems?" Yeah. Yeah. Just playing Pokemon gave me. I think like, I play a lot of Pokemon games on like the DS and stuff. I always have so. I have a little experience. Nice. <laughs> I know who to call on Discord then. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, what... what? Uh, I mean, I like this game a lot. There's really no doubt about it. Gunny likes it. Um, so this game is pretty much Pokemon. In my opinion, that's the first thing I could compare it to is Pokemon. Because it is Pokemon, yeah. in my opinion. Um, I'm excited to see that they're adding more content to it. So do you feel like... What you played so far is worth the price. I mean, it's thirty five bucks right now, so um, I would say so, that? yeah. Because if you compare it to like a Pokemon game too, um, the most recent Pokemon game, Sword and Shield, I believe, for the Switch, that's a sixty dollar game just for one of them. And so, obviously, price it's about half, and I think the story is done really well so far with what they have, and that's definitely worth it. Yeah. What, I, uh, how many Temtem are available to catch in this in this early access? Overall, I don't know exactly, but there is a good amount. Like I would say at least over seventy or eighty. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What are you gonna ask, honey? I was gonna say really quick was the uh, I've noticed that me not being the Pokemon person where I'd come in and you know you meet a person on your way to where you need to go next and they're like oh hey let's battle you know it's like boom so you're right into it i yeah for, for me mr impatient in games is like boom you're right there that's awesome and i come in and and it's like i'll accidentally use one of my uh what's the ability to catch them it's not it's the uh oh, card tim card the, the tim card yeah so i'll use the card it's like i'm just not thinking like I'm like, okay, so I got it down to a half health, and it's like, and I do like that, that it actually let me use the card, you know, that it's mm-hmm. not trying to tell me no, you know, it's not it's not holding my hand, but it's not yeah. killing me either, it's like, it's just that perfect balance, so, mm-hmm. just excellent. The game will kick your ass, man, if you if you run into, like, say you're going to a, to the next town, If sometimes if you just, you know, because you'll run into sometimes five or six trainers or whatever that... That yeah. are on the way there, and you'll be fighting all of them, right? So you fight the first set, you beat them, but they may have hit your Pokemon or your Temtem like once, right? So yeah, I'm <laughs> still fine. You go to the next set, they hit your your Temtem a little bit more. So now your Temtem's like halfway health. Okay, you're fine. You beat them. You go to the next one, and then they finally kill off one of your Temtem, and you're like, I still got like five left. I'm good. <laughs> By the time you get to like the seventh guy, you have like one tempt. They're all rest are dead. You're like, ah, oh, crap! I'm gonna lose this fight. <laughs> That's the yeah. worst feeling, man. 
the big thing for that is the uh, the Tennyson's file. You have it in your inventory. Yeah. It's literally just a full heal, and it's so helpful for that stuff. Yeah, I so- did find that right after uh, you hung up the other day, and I was like, oh, this is exactly mm-hmm. what he's talking about. This yeah, card you, right get it, you get it in the second town, I think, when you get to the first, like, what are those places called? Like the Pokemon stops, like the, like the little. Puzzle. Oh yeah, it's like a station, I guess you could say. Yeah, you go there. There's no name on it. One. I've noticed. You just have to know where it's at. So. Well, yeah, they have. Like, they're pretty distinct. They're easy to tell though, because they got that yeah. logo in the front. They're like the green building or whatever. So like you know, like yeah. it looks different than anything else. <laughs> um, I think they have like a house icon on the map. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I've, I freaking love this game. I mean, do you think? This game will be huge later on. Do you think they're going to bring it to consoles? I just don't think Nintendo's going to allow it on the Switch. Yeah, I don't think I don't see it going to the Switch just because it's pretty much a direct competitor to Pokemon. Yeah. But I can see it being a PS4 game or an Xbox game for sure. That'd be badass. Even a mobile game. Yeah, yeah. mobile would be great too. Could you imagine to put this thing on a phone, like make it work on an iPad or a phone or a tablet? That yeah, would be that would definitely help. I think. Cool. But I but I think also like not a traditional mobile game, but maybe seven ninety nine or something like that. Make it, you ten, guys think make that it, would be make it ten bucks, dude. Like whatever. Like you know what I mean? Just make it a full price mobile game or whatever. Right. Rather than trying to rewrite the code and try and make it don't make it yeah don't make yeah, it like a transaction. Just make it like a, pay five bucks for ten bucks for this game and play it and it'd be legit. And Justice, what do you think about the map? Like, I haven't uncovered, you know, not even half of it. But what do you think overall as far as what you've covered so far? Um, the way it's laid out. I've seen, like, the whole area and stuff. Uh, I do think one problem they have in the game is just, like, for quests and stuff, they don't really explain, like, the names of the areas very well. So there's a lot of times where I'd have to, like, Google, like, certain areas because I wasn't sure where it wanted me to go. But um, overall... I, I like how it's laid out. I think it's fairly simple, kind of finding your way through towns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of, like, um, I mean, so you reach the end of this, like, pretty much everything you can do in this, this early access. Yeah. Does it leave off in a spot where like, you're like, I, I need more right now, or is it like, you're cool for now, like, you're good? Um... Well, where it leaves you off, you get to like this little island and you're like mid conversation with this person when you it gives you like a smiley face and it says like a message from the developers like thanks for playing so far and uh there's still a lot to do though. Um it keeps you busy for sure. There's uh there's breeding, there's still catching like the uh I don't remember Luna or something, Luma versions of the Temtems. And then obviously side quests and just XP farming, so I, I'm pretty satisfied with what they have after, story wise so far. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to play more of this. And uh, you know, I was saying earlier, just like naming your Temtems. Have, is that something you've been doing too? Where you just rename oh, yeah. them, or do you keep them default? I, uh, it depends. When I first started, I think I named my starter like Dino or something. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I've been nicknaming a lot of them. Yeah, I, I just feel like it gives me that personal touch, you know? Like, you know, yeah. like I heard you did Toucan, Toucan, right? And I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> what I did, but it's like, you know, like that was a pretty obvious choice, you know? Well, I, no, I just no, like I'm... that ownership of over my own Temtem. 
Yeah, another cool thing is they do have competitive in Tim Tim of like battling once you get late. And uh, your nicknames do show up as well. So when you're playing against another player, they can actually see your Tim Tim's nicknames. So that's another cool thing. I, and so that's the, the question I wanted to ask you was, I can obviously see other players around, but I didn't see an option, you know, maybe me being in that level, that 9 through 12, to mm-hmm. battle those people. I so if you hit tab, I believe, you'd pull up, like, you know, how you'd have, like, your bag and your customization and stuff. There is... I think it's like under friends, there is like a thing that says competitive and it should be gray for you. So you probably can't select it. But once you finish like the main story, you can play competitive. Okay. All right. Cool. But I, I would definitely suggest maybe like watching some YouTube and stuff to try and get a an idea of what you're doing before you just hop right in because there's definitely like a meta and stuff and battling. Huh. So as far as like a skill level, it, you know what I'm saying? Like if you've got yeah, like 20 and he's mainly, got a 30, I don't know how, does it Mainly auto? like strategy. So it, depending on what Temtem you're using, it balances them out so that they're all going to be the same level so that it just comes down to like strategy and playing the right way, I guess. Okay. Makes sense, especially with different yeah. elements and... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good deal, man. Yeah. So real quick, to end this off, what would you say to any new players looking to get into Temtem or or people that are looking into buying it or people that are really starting to play it? What are your what are your tips or what is your like advice to people that are looking for this game? I would say um it keeps you busy. Um, you know, there's almost always things to do. So I had a really easy time playing through the game. And then I think I played for like the first three days. I played so much. I probably put like 30 hours in the first three days. And uh, I just had I had a really fun time just because of like I had played a lot of Pokemon games. So knowing like the stories and stuff of replaying them was fun to have like a new fresh story to play through. And uh, as far as tips would go, I did notice that out of the three starters you have, there's uh, the crystal, which is like the small uh, dinosaur looking thing. And then there's like the mind type and the fighting type. Uh, I would avoid personally choosing the crystal, the small green one, just because the fact that out of all the starters, that's the first one you can find in the wild, actually. So because you can catch the other ones, but that's the first one you'd run into. So if I if I could go back and rechoose, I'd probably pick a different Temtem. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I chose. I think I chose Crystal. <laughs> yeah, so I did. I'm not too. off to a good start here. Hmm. But uh, I did pretty solid with it through my playthrough. So it it definitely works, but just overall, it might be a better choice. Okay. To maybe shy away from that, and then. Items. Items are super, super important. I I think going into like the second dojo, I was like a little under leveled and I was too lazy to like do some XP grinding. So I I just bought like a lot, a lot of bombs and revives and stuff, and that got me through that. So don't be like shy to use items and stuff because they're super easy to get. It's really cheap, and you're yeah. almost always getting money. So and you told me you had. I think when we when we were on the call together, you said you had like he's like I had thirty bombs and like now they're yeah. almost all gone. 
when I was, uh, I think that was the third, I was running like the third dojo and I bought 30 plus bombs for it. And I, I was probably like four levels under leveled for the dojo. And I used like 28, I'd say in the battle just to get it. Wow. It was nuts. But yeah, items are super duper helpful. All right. That's well. a good strategy. I like that. It's a different play style. Yeah. Sweet, man. Thanks, Injustice. I appreciate the... Uh, All right, yeah. Thanks for having me. So do our listeners. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. All right. Well, Gunny, how about that Temtem talk, Gunny? You enjoyed man. that? Man, I was just... Heck yeah, because, uh, hey, you know, when I need tips, you know, it's, it's Mayo, it's Injustice, it's you guys out there. Who's been playing it with... How do I... Yeah, it's it's so it's not something that I'm just like I don't like this game. I can't get into it. It's confusing, but I found it fairly easy, especially with uh, the community's help. Glad, glad you liked it. Anything else you played this week, Gunny? Uh, I don't think that I played any VR, PSVR games this week. So no, I think that's that's all I play, guys. Nice. What about you, Mayo? Unlike Gunny, I actually played a VR game. There this you week. go. There you I go. had a job interview to do, pal. Yeah. You got a job interview, Gunny? How did it go? Good? It yeah. actually went really well. You know what? Because this kind of ties into, so I'm sorry, man, to cut you off. Because a few <laughs> people had asked me, even a few people at work that know that I do a video game podcast. And I think that, <clears throat> I think if I didn't do this podcast and I wasn't talking to you guys and being socially interactive, you know, on here, I think I would have just failed miserably, but I actually felt pretty confident that I did that I did very good. Okay. You know, in especially in my answers compared to like what are the the other people applicants the way they answered, I was like, "So man, I kind of owe it to you guys." You know, yeah. I feel like I got through it and stuff. So it actually went really well. Nice. Right, well, I'm glad for you. I'm glad you still have a job. Yeah, and I think we're gonna have a smooth transition to a new company, and basically, I'll just keep doing the same thing I'm doing. And keep making the, the money to pl- buy more video games, guys. Nice. Back over to you, Mayo. Hey, I'm back. More VR talk. Yeah. So, so yeah, I got to play some VR this week. Uh, I played a game. I I played a little bit of demo of it when I borrowed Cadillac's VR back in the day, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I finally just went ahead and just picked it up. And the game is uh, it's an Oculus exclusive, and uh, I just hope you know someday it would come to the PSVR for you, Jesus. But this game is really cool. It's called Robo Recall, and it's made by no other than Epic Games of all people. Epic Games. It, it even has the same logo from the Epic Games Store on our on our little taskbar down there on our Windows computers here. <laughs> but so it gives me the big old flash. I know we, the mighty Epic, have made this game, but no, but this game is actually really fun. So it, it, it's a shooter. And you start off is like you're a robot and you're like in, I would say, like a shopping area. And there's like a TV in this department store and it's like breaking news. And they they kind of start talking and all these robots start like congregating around you. And they're all like your size and they all look alike. They're all like these big white robots. And and, and you, you watch the news with them and they start talking about how these robots start going basically crazy and turning on everything. And they're starting to attack and just causing a riot. And all of a sudden, the screen kind of starts tearing and goes red. And 
and you hear this horrible shrill of a noise, then all the robots around you, their eyes turn red, and they all look at you. And then the screen goes black, and that's just how the intro of the game starts. Um, so, what, so what you are, you actually are, I guess you could say like a, like a police officer robot. They never really say. They just say you're like this department. And you have to go in and stop these these robots. So the game the game starts you off. You're in an alleyway. And you basically, they teach you you have you have guns built into your legs, you like your hips, where you can just grab you're them like on your hips. You're like fucking RoboCop with the gun comes yeah. out of your hip? So it, <laughs> it pops up to me. You have one on each leg. Oh, you're shit. You're twice the RoboCop. Motherfucker, right? you're RoboCop. <laughs> so you, you grab your guns, and you got 20 shots in each pistol. You're like, oh, I'm dual wielding, you know. And these little these little robots are like... They're not small like a spider, but they're shaped like a spider. They have like six legs and instead of eight, but you know, and they're I would say they're probably like knee high in, in real life in comparison. <laughs> and they can jump at you in the air. Something like like a head crab in, yeah, in uh, half life. Something something like that. And it jumps at you and you can either A shoot it out of the air and when you shoot it with your pistol you can actually juggle it in the air. If you keep shooting it, it'll keep taking damage and it'll keep bouncing up in the air and you'll get extra points for this. And it's, it's very arcadey in that aspect. So it'll be like two times multiplier, three times multiplier, and it's all about getting a really good score. So you, you'll kill that one, but maybe the next one that jumps at you, you can just like grab it. It has like three or four points where you can grab it. It shows like a little ring. And you can grab it if you have a free hand and you could... So you got it in your hand. You can use it as a shield from other robots jumping at you. Or you can take it and you can like rip the legs off of it and throw the legs back at other ones. And then they'll both explode in a big old ball of fire. <laughs> and uh, it's just, just kind of wild. And so then you get past these couple little spider ones. And it has you – the one thing I know you don't like is you teleport. And so your movement is teleport. You just can't have, and and I thought the same thing too, but they actually built this into the game on purpose. So you teleport to an area and so you you go down to the end of the hallway and then these other robots that are your size are coming at you. And again, it's the same thing. Um, Some of them will have guns and they're shooting at you. Some of them just rush you and you can grab their chest. you, You can grab their arms and you can pick them up and you can grab them by the head and the chest and rip their head off oh, and shit. use their body for the shield because other ones are shooting at you. They will have pistols. Then a little bit later, they'll introduce ones that have shotguns. And so you have like eight bullets coming at you. And you, you have you played Super Hot and BR where you see the bullets coming at you in slow motion? I don't play that in the yeah. Game. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah. You can, cool. you can choose to uh, dodge or something like that, but you could grab another robot and just block hits with it and so or you could take that robot and you could throw it at the robots and they both all explode in a big big explosion you know and then as you're shooting your way through you're getting a score and it kind of reminds me of a phone game at this point so it keeps tallying up your score and it has little mini side quests on the side that you can look up before you start your mission and you'll get a star for doing that side quest like scoring so many points um, doing so many certain combos Another ability you have is when they shoot at you, if you don't have a gun in your hand, you can grab the bullet out of the air and throw it back at them and hurt them. And so they'd be like, you have to destroy 15 robots by grabbing the bullet and throwing it back at them. And little little quests like that, they give you something, added challenges to do for added stars. As you progress through the level, you get to the end of this level, and uh, 
it gives you a final rank. And it'll say, you earned five stars out of ten, mm. let's say. Oh, okay, so, all right, we got five stars. When you go back to the, uh, the main hub, you get to spend those stars on upgrades on your guns and weapons. So you, you go into your hub. And so my first upgrade I get, I go to my pistols. And I can put laser sights on my pistols. So I spin the stars, and now when I go into the game again, I have laser sights equipped on the bottom of my pistols. So in the VR, it's a lot easier to aim now. I can see where I'm aiming. As robots are jumping at me, I can fire into the air and have a more accurate aim and and juggle those enemies for higher points. Uh, Another option, too, is you have an option for your gun. You have... a you level up your character and your ability to teleport you can actually speed up is an ability to part of your leveling process so at first i thought you just had to go from point a to point b and you would stand there and you just fight these waves of robot you're in a big like parking lot and there's cars all around you and stuff but actually what they want you to do is kind of teleport around the map and fight your way through it instead of stand in one spot and just dodging the bullets you can actually move you to where your character is at. So while they're shooting at you, you can teleport somewhere else so their bullets completely miss you and you're firing at them from a different direction. So you're kind of like popping in, not like like Nightcrawler would be from X-Men, you know, fighting them. So you can appear here and shoot them and grab one guy and throw them. Then you can appear somewhere else and then grab that guy and throw them. And there's a cooldown on that and you can put points in that so it reduces your cooldown. Nice. Um, another thing you can do is there's other guns. There's a shotgun. There is the way to make your pistols like an automatic, so they fire a lot faster. You can change the amount of ammo you have and put a bigger clip in them. You can put a sight on top of your pistols, and it gives you like a zoomed-in view. It's like a little holographic sight-looking thing. And it wouldn't be like one you would look down. It's just on the end of your gun. So as soon as you hold your gun up, anything in that little finder is magnified. So you can just be... just a lot easier, easily aiming down, you know, down the sights, shooting different things, and you have like little boss battles. These big giant robots, like you would find, like you said, Jesus and RoboCop. These big guys that are way bigger than you. You like come up to their waist, and they come at you, and they're like, Rawr, and you just, holy crap! And you're just shooting them and shooting them, and and yeah, and you just kind of progress through the game. You can unlock new missions. You can unlock upgrades for your character. You unlock. Upgrades for your gun. You have a shotgun. You reach behind your back to grab the shotgun. You reach behind your shoulder, and you squeeze the triggers on the on the controller, and you pull out a shotgun. It's only good for about two shots, but nice for close range, which which is a fun little addition too. But it's just a really action packed game. And my only complaint, and this is I don't know if you ever ran into this problem or not, Jesus is. My room setup is it's decent. I probably have 12, 13 feet on each side of me. Mm-hmm. I, I find myself moving around so much in the game. I, I come to my boundaries a lot often because I have like a, you know, you can draw a boundary on the Oculus and it tells you like, hey, you're getting close to the edge. And I don't know how many times I'd find myself facing the wrong direction because you're really moving around and you're turning and you're shooting and you're dodging. And it's the first game I've really got myself out of position a lot. Like, as soon as I take my headset, I'm like, what am I doing all the way over here? I'm practically in the kitchen, you know? <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. 
but no. but it's a lot of fun, and I I want to try to stream this. I I, I don't know how to set up so I can read chat on the stream, but maybe I'll just stream it so you, you can see me, it. Too, like, you remind me that I should play that shooting game again, that shooting fucking music game. Audica. That one, oh, uh, Audica. Yeah. But yeah, lots of fun. I, I wish you guys could play this on the PlayStation VR, but sadly, it's an Oculus exclusive. I guess if you have a Vive, there is a workaround that you can do to play Oculus games on the Vive. But well, yeah, it it, it's it's really cool. Doesn't I? I mean, just from my experience on the PlayStation VR, it doesn't sound like you know, like I don't think they want you moving around a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I think they want me to. Teleport I, of course, I haven't more. played any game that requires me to move around a lot and and teleport more often. Where I was naturally wanting to move my body and dodge the bullets, but I found myself turned because robots come from behind you. They come in from your left. They're coming from your right. They're coming from in front of you. There's ones that are flying in the air and they have like a beam. They they kind of start glowing like they're getting ready to fire, and you know you have to get out of that beam. It's like a laser sight on you. And you know you have to move out of that, so you're moving to the left, you're moving to the right, so you're just constantly dodging. But does your back hurt ever after playing this the next day? No, not one bit. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just making right, sure. What are you saying? Are you saying I'm old? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, man. Oh, no, okay. But yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It's it, it's it's pretty cool. Um, if you have an Oculus, um, check it out. Robo Recall. It's a, it's been out for at least a year now, but it, it is an Oculus exclusive game. Lots of fun. There's some YouTube videos. There's a guy playing it on YouTube. It's actually really funny. And uh, he he grabs a robot and he's like talking to it and he's like poking it and stuff and he's like I'll let you free and he throws it and explodes and he's kind of joking around and stuff and it was it was a neat neat little video but yeah it just kind of gives you an idea what the game is like uh, besides that another game Jesus I've been playing I finally <clears throat> finally rolled the credits on Sundered my little my little uh, Dead Cell slash whatever Metroidvania game and I know I talked about it last week. Uh, I probably put about maybe six more hours into it after last week, and that was my kind of like gunny. I was, I was determined to finish this game and, and just get it done with. I was, I was enjoying it, and I'm enjoying every, every minute of it I play. But I just wanted to get that campaign finished, just to, to know I knocked it out and got it done. And the cool thing about the game too is, like I said before, there's shards you can get from beating an enemy, a mini boss, or a boss. And you can choose to destroy them or consume them. And I destroyed all of them. And so you don't get as many dark powers. And it kept me as like a pure character. And I got the better ending by, by going that way. And the game is supposed to be a little harder going that way. So that was that was kind of cool and exciting that I got to uh, beat the game that way. And I remember I got to the last boss. And I had a couple mini bosses I could have been fighting and do yet. And I, I was like, nah, I'm just going to go after that last boss. And I jump in there, and that thing just tore me apart. Like I didn't even stand a chance. I'm going, uh, no, I got to play for a lot longer before I can even attempt this thing. So I think I put like four more hours in after I went ahead and tried it the first time. I kept seeing the icon there, knowing I could go attack him any time. 
And even after that, even after you beat him, I was all excited. And it just goes to another scene where it drops, and it is one of those. You go from one boss to another boss. So it's like you think he beat the final boss. And then you drop into this pit, and there's a whole area, and you kind of work your way down, and there's another giant boss. And I was like, no. And he, he killed me the first time I fought him. I didn't, wasn't expecting him, didn't know what to expect. But luckily, when, when I respawned and the game restarted, it lets you go right through that boss again. So That's I didn't good. have to like go through the other boss before and, and burn everything I had saved up and go right on to uh, that boss. And I was able to actually beat him eventually and get the little ending. It's a very short little clip of an ending. So it's probably like a, a 15, 20 second video. It and could have been ends. longer. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, but, even for an indie side scroller, it still could have been longer. You know, but the credits, I bet the credits rolled for ten minutes. I mean, I walked away. I took a screenshot. I walked away, and I always just let the credits roll till the very, very end and see if there's anything at the end besides a little video. And I just let it go, and I let it go. I mean, I walked in the kitchen, made a sandwich, come back, it was still rolling. I could hear the music playing. I went upstairs and got some stuff ready because I had to be heading out the door. Still playing, still playing. And it, I mean, this, I bet this, the credits were 10 minutes this long. This sounds like an Escape from Tarkov lobby wait time thing going on here. Yeah, I, I could have queued up for a Tarkov round probably before I would have <laughs> uh, gotten through these credits. But it was cool. I, I still highly recommend the game, and I could go back and replay it. There is replayability there. I could go back and beat the game where I consume the shards and get these new abilities and stuff like that and, and play around with those. Um, I mean, is there I'm like sure an Iron Man mode or something? Or like an extra it did unlock mode? it unlocked a nightmare mode of Ooh, difficulty nightmare. for yeah. me. Nice. And it also gave me a uh, you can get these little uh, abilities and you can put you can equip on your character. And it gave me this one ability I can equip that makes some of the bosses reappear. And instead of having like a red icon where the boss is at, it's now like a dark purple. And I tried fighting one, and it says you take like seventy percent more damage from the boss, and something else happens. I can't remember what it was. And I went in, and I'm like, I was feeling all confident at that point. I ran up there, and I tried taking one on, and it killed me in like thirty seconds. And I was like, yeah. Ouch! Never mind. <laughs> you know, so you got spanked. I didn't go back. To, to yeah, I got spanked. I got put in my place. But, uh, after that, I was kind of looking for something to play. Downloaded a couple games. And I look at my Steam library and I'm like, eh, that's kind of an old game. That's kind of an old game. Let me fire up good old Windows Game Pass. You know, some good old Xbox Game Pass beta. And uh, this gave me the notification that Final Fantasy 15 had came on there. Yes, okay. Yeah. I've always been, I've always been curious that about notes. that. So I went ahead and just hit download on that one. And it was like 86 gigabytes to download. I'm like, all right, well, it's going to be a couple minutes at least before I can play that. I had Earlier in the day, I think I had downloaded a Plague's Tale Innocence. And I've, I've heard good about this game a little bit here and there. So I'm like, you know what? While I'm waiting on Final Fantasy to download, I'm going to go ahead and try this Plague's Tale game out. And I, I launched a game. And in the very first scene, after I go to the settings and I run the game on Ultra, <laughs> I, I crank everything up, you know, because this is what you got to do. You it know. runs at two frames. No, actually, 
Uh, I think the worst case scenario, I took one <laughs> screenshot. It was running like 45 or something like that. Yeah. But a pretty consistent high 50s to mid 60 range on Ultra on this nice. game. Nice. I like it. And this game is the very first scene that put you in the game looked amazing. I was blown away right away by graphics. It reminds me of like a Tomb Raider game graphically and because your your lead character is like a young younger female and the things that are are kind of going on you're kind of just fighting some crazy things so i don't want to give too much of that story away because it's yeah. very story driven i literally have it but, downloaded right now right yeah now. i kind of gave a little bit so, of their way uh okay shows ago just, it was just so cool like just can, you remember bit. the the very first scene when you start off you're in this woods and it's like fall and there's colors everywhere and the trees have the colored leaves and there's leaves on the ground and there's water running and it's looks just like you're in the forest i mean it looked really crisp and nice and clear it played super smooth it was just really good and then even when i got to town the frame rates never dropped it ran really smooth and i kept playing through this and i got i got through the first chapter and some of the story and i'm like couple things happened at the end of that first chapter with with a dog i won't go into a whole lot more than that and i was like oh well, what's all this about you know and then you go back in the second chapter you go back into town and they start talking about this child and, uh, and again i'm kind of intrigued by this child because they were saying it's it's your brother Boy. but you've only ever seen him a couple times and so apparently, right? Because like, that was a shock like, to me. I'm like, okay, there's more to this story. Okay, you're like, but, you're playing like a 15 or 16 year old girl, and you've only ever seen your brother a couple times. You well, know, man, like, this you is like the fucking thing? 1800s, bro. Like, little kids hey. were probably working in mines or something. But no, so well, they were keeping them <laughs> hidden. They were, hey, they were he was locked up upstairs, said? pretty much. <laughs> he had that. He had that disease. He had scabies, Gunny. He had scabies. He had to keep him away from the rest had, of the family. He had coronavirus. He had scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> you coronavirus. You gotta keep him away from everybody else. Because <laughs> yeah, even so your own so... mother says to you as the daughter, like, you know, she says something, and I'm just like, whoa, you know. What is yeah, she saying? Hell. Scenes, and so you have to you have to maneuver through the game with him holding her hand. And you, there, there's a button. I'm sure on the controllers, you just hit a button, or whatever. And you can ha- you can separate from him. But if you separate from him and without like warning him or telling him ready or it's at a pre-planned point in the game. He will just start crying and yelling. And a lot of this game is about sneaking past guards and distracting them and, and doing different things. So it gets their attention and it pretty much will go into like a scene where you pretty much are died, where you die and your mom will die and your kid will die and <gasps> you just have to reload the checkpoint and you got to try it again. So you have wait, to wait, like wait. Have so you have to. So you're carrying your little brother with you. We're not carrying, but like you're fucking dragging him along with you. And the little fucker, you have to hold his hand, and if you let go, he cries, and then he gives you away? Sometimes. Yeah, and like, well, you know, there's a point where you have fuck? to tell him, like, oh, you can't go through this uh, this hole, but he can fit. So you tell him, you let go of his hand, and be like, okay, go through this hole and around outside and unlock this door so I can get through. And so he goes and does it. I mean, he'll be talking the whole time. He's like, but I'm scared, you know. And, and he'll be talking to you on the other side and be like, oh, I can't get the door. It's too hard, you know. And right. then he finally gets it and you get through <laughs> and you're like, oh, we almost got caught. And you know, so tense it's moments tense like, like that. that. You feel yeah. like screaming, up, up at the damn door. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I was, no. I was pretty impressed with this game. I'm actually <laughs> thinking I'm going to play through it and I'm not big into like RPG games because they can be really long. I don't really want to be stuck on a, a game for a really long time because not, it's just man? hard for Why the not? show. You know, I don't if want to come on every story. week and be like, 
I played more Final Fantasy 15. I do it every week. I play Call of Duty. Call of Duty. I hope that the maybe the strategy, or I don't even know if you'd call them puzzle, but it's probably more strategy where you'll take, you know, the the box and you'll move (gasps) the box over to the other ledge to get on the ledge to get higher up. You know, it was just stuff like that, or. What does she Pretty have? A, does she have a sling? I think the oh, girl has. You're spoiling too much, Gunny. The rocks. I didn't want to know you had a sling. The fuck. She has a bow and arrow. Oh my god. People oh. in the head. I'm done. No, it's it does look it looks great. Character models are done extremely well. As you well. know what other game looks great, Mayo? What's that? Final Fantasy 15. I have it downloaded now, and I'm ready to play it. I like that it game, out. dude, it looked incredible on the Xbox One X. Like, I could imagine what it looks like on the PC. I'm downloading it right now, too. I just finished <laughs> I just finished the download of Plague Tale. Now I'm downloading Final Fantasy. <laughs> I love Game Pass. Woo! Give me games to play. Game Pass is the shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like, they just... Add all it these is. They're always adding, a, like, a, a good, a really good... Yeah. I, I think what happens... Thinking back, people thought that maybe people were thinking that, oh, it's going to be just a Xbox game. They're going to kind of feature yeah, every little, month. Little indie but no, titles. these are like third-party AAA titles that they've been popping out. GTA Five. I see they finally added Wolfenstein Youngbloods. You know, yeah. that was your thing. Jesus, I was going to tell you. For some reason, I feel like I'm more ready to play that game now that it's on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> the guy should have gotten it. I give us Well, no, I think free. it's. I feel like it's easier, just because it's right there on my Game Pass. I don't have to launch the stupid Bethesda launcher and figure out how to get in with Jesus and and wait for him to invite me because I don't just own on the Xbox. game. Is it crossplay with yeah. Xbox people? Well, I'd assume. I don't know. Is it crossplay? I don't. I, I haven't looked. But but just in general, it just I just feel like it's gonna be easier to just jump in that game with somebody than trying to sit there and get through the Bethesda launcher and find a friend in oh, Bethesda. You'll probably have to do the. No, you'll probably have to log. Oh, we'll see how. Let me know how that works. Because they might require you to create a Bethesda account. We should all play Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. Fish together. Also, Holy shit! Dude, they've added Frostpunk. This game just came I out. I know. This game as soon just as that came, came out. out they added that a few weeks ago. So the moment that came out on Game Pass, I was like, even oh though I owned it gosh. on Steam, I was like, boom, I logged in and I played it for like an I hour. I should get it on there just to get achievements. <laughs> get all the achievements. I would have to restart it all again. But I could beat it. I know how. Yeah. Besides uh, besides that, that's that's all I have actually played this week. I got, you know, a couple hours into uh, A Plague's Tale and, well, you know, like I said, like five or six hours into... Uh, Sundered, and in that time of of Robo Recall, I got to enjoy quite a bit of so. Nice. All that VRness. Got to make that stuff pay for paper itself somehow, right? What is this Infinity Factory? Infinity Factory. Um, uh, I I don't know. I have it installed. Oh, what the fuck? I keep going, man. Hey. No, I think I think he just had to step away. So huh. for a moment, um. Hey Jesus, there was something on the Epic Store. Was it called? I don't know if you've ever, if you've seen it on the store because I don't know where it's at. Might it be called the Cycle. It looks like it, and it's funny because the trailer says that this is not a battle royale game, but it's more like a co-op game and PvP at the same time. What's it called? I'm checking right now. I thought it was called the Cycle, but the Cycle. 
Yeah, let me just see. I'm going to bring up my library. What, what about it, though? What about it? Like, do you think it's a good game? Why are you, why are you asking It looks this? really good. That was my thing from the trailer. I didn't check out any gameplay, I mean, but... trailers, though, kind of, can be very misleading. That's true. Very true on that one. You ever so. see trailers for, like, mobile games? They're all fucking badass looking, and you go to, yeah. the, you go to the mobile store, and they look like shit. <laughs> Oops, this game wants me to play it right now. Uh, so, never mind. I'm going to mm. dismiss it. I'm just seeing if I can see the actual... Here we go. I'm going to go to the store right here. Okay, you join a deadly competition to finish as many quests as possible and survive before alien wildlife and other players or the planet itself finishes you off. So, it's got, like, this like weather elements plus other players and uh aliens i guess you're fighting at the same time so and the guns look pretty sick so i don't know i'll probably i'll fire this up on uh monday because i'm on vacation Wait, this week. what do you mean is this game free or where is it at? what, what you... yeah it's free on the epic store it's called the cycle season two crescent falls so i'll probably put it out on discord as well this good looks pretty free on the epic store, neat. huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, have to check it out then. Yeah, that shit looks pretty tight. So. Yeah. Looks pretty, you just... pretty tight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought it looks pretty awesome, so. Because it talks about, like, either joining up with other players or you can just, like, add them to your squad or something. Like, shoot them or add them to your squad. So I wasn't sure if it was like an easy as one, two, three thing and just boom, you're in my squad now. Or you just betray them, it says. I don't know if so. Does that involve loot? There's probably a lot to it that I need to find out about. Yeah. Let's see. Anything else here? I guess we'll do some new stuff next. What do you think of my new news logo? Do you like that? Mm hmm. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to move on to the news because it's news time. Let's get into the news, Gunny. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Coronavirus is now up to... <laughs> 6,000? No, no, no. I need to really give the coronavirus updates. Hey, I almost bought some Corona the other day, but I ended up buying the Modelos. Coronavirus updates. Live updates. <gasps> oh, got, my got, God. I was, I was scared away from the, the Corona beers. Uh, let's go here. Coronavirus updates. Uh, 21 uh, in the Hubei province alone, Gunny, with more than 37,000 being infected worldwide. So there's 27,000 people that the Chinese government's trying to, like, <laughs> fucking get out. Is it too late for, for us? Do we just have to shut down all the borders? Pretty much. I think. Like, like I think, yeah. Like, the only way to prevent any more, like, to prevent anything leaving China... You'd have to like quarantine all of China, like like tell them like shut down all your borders, shut down all your external, like like everything that's leaving your country needs to be inspected. 
you know what the most scariest thing is, Jesus, for me, maybe for you as well. Mm. We live on the West Coast of that Pacific Ocean. And so when they when American citizens, whether they be in the consulate or whatever business they got, they come over here to the Travis Air Force Base over by where I live. Mm -hmm. About an hour and a half from me. But it's it's a big air base. That's where they go to the quarantine section. No, it's it's kind of scary, man. Like right now, they're saying that I was reading the other day that the the Chinese government was now using like police and shit to like tell people to go to like camps. <laughs> they're going door to door telling people like, "Hey, motherfucker, go to this camp and like, if you're oh, sick, shit. if you're sick, we're gonna put you in this other camp, and if you're not sick, we'll put you in this camp." Kind of like FEMA camps, you know, like if there's a disaster. Yeah. But why would they be putting people in camps if they're just sick? You know, or if they're not sick? Why are you putting people in camps but they're like... I think... Yeah. Because it's China? They got, <laughs> right? they got no I mean, choice. Like, they're literally going door... They're going door to door with, like, the cops and, like, fucking military and shit telling you, like, hey, motherfucker, grab a suitcase, put whatever you can in it, and you're coming with us. We're putting you on this bus and you're going to this camp, bitch. So what do these people do? Like, for, like, for example, the ones that are afraid and they stay home, do they have enough food and water? And Well, that's the thing. They're not letting people stay home. They're making them go to camps. Yikes. That's, what, that's the thing. Like, I was reading about that. They're, like, going door to door and, like, telling people to get ready. Like, pack your shit. You're leaving, Gunny. You can't stay home. Didn't they build, like, four hospitals in ten days or something yeah, crazy? Yeah, like, super quick. Yeah, dude. They got these drones out there. It's fucking nuts. Like, all that shit's scary to me, dude. All that shit's scary as fuck. They got all those cruise ships. You've seen all those cruise ships that are being, like, quarantined and around the world? Yeah. Like, two or three cruise ships around the world are, like, being quarantined, dude. Gosh, and those things are, like, close quarters. It's like a cesspool for viruses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to get sick. Usually you're going to get sick anyways, but <laughs> I think you got coronavirus on that motherfucker. Fuck, you're going to get everybody sick. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and now South Korea has confirmed its 25th case, Gunny, 25th case oh, no. of coronavirus. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just scary, dude. Like, China's death toll has now risen to 813 people. <gasps> this is all coronavirus news, people. This is all live-breaking news. This is all live-breaking news. You think the true numbers are being masked? I think so. Yeah, no doubt. Like, the government, why would you build, like, all these FEMA camp-type things? Why would you build all these hospitals? You know? You know what Is I mean? It, like, why would you build... It makes you wonder, like, oh, man, they're just really planning. No, they, no. Like, so there's no way. The like, why... Of things. Okay, why would you build, a, like, four new hospitals, Gunny? Like, off the ground. Like, why That's would... true. That part Why would you right. make... Like, it just was, like, uh... Why would you make workers work 24 hours a day... Every single day till this hospital was built. Why would you do that? Yeah. And why would all these hospitals have like negative pressure rooms? Like every single room has negative pressure. So like. Hey, and you know the other thing too, where they talk about you might be watching whether it's some big news agency like CNN or ABC News, right? And they'll yeah. be like, it's like this thing to kind of. I think the thing they do to calm the people, they'll be like, hey, so there's been a breakthrough in a possible. Not inoculation. What am I thinking of for the virus? Oh, um, like a cure or whatever? Like, yeah, not yeah, like a cure type thing. Like, yeah, they've got something going, right? And then you never hear about it for like three or four days just to kind of keep your nerves like in check. I think that's what that's for. <laughs> we found the cure to it. <laughs> like then they shut four up. days later, they'll be like, yeah, check it out. They're mm-hmm. getting closer. <laughs> you know, it's like because yeah. people start to panic. Before you know it, it's going to be a pandemic. 
Yeah, who knows? <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of scary. We'll see uh, what happens. I mean, you see that Tencent started... Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they started uh, censoring the hashtag I want freedom of speech. Oh, after that doctor what? died, because people were pissed off that they like silenced that doctor and then he died and then yes, and yes. then they like they started going on their like what's it that isn't that like WeChat or something like that and they started like hashtagging I want freedom of speech that was a ha- like a like a trending number one hint, trending right hashtag. and then this is an actual real news story so I'm not joking about this right yeah. now where allegedly he died so nobody's really actually sure no no, no listen okay so so the government said he was dead. Then like at ten thirty, they said he died at ten thirty. Yeah. Then supposedly at eleven thirty, like they released the news to the world, right? They told like everyone around the world, like CNN and all the like BBC and all, like, hey, he's dead. Like we confirmed he's dead. And then at eleven thirty, they're like, wait a minute, he's not dead. We're still trying to bring him back to life. Like, <laughs> like we're still like shocking him and shit. We're doing CPR. It's we're not- gonna we're gonna bring him back. <laughs> We don't want panic in the street. All right, and then like at twelve thirty at night, they're like, "Okay, he may be dead." He and then like they said, he they confirmed he was dead, and then the next day they're like, "He's not dead." <laughs> the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so who do you believe, Gunny? Who do you believe? Is he dead or not dead? I'm fucking scared, man. I think I think they're just gonna you know like I said, you're not gonna hear about it again, right? About him. What if he's a zombie, Gunny? What if they were in line? What if he really isn't dead anymore? They could be testing him as a zombie to see how <laughs> how he, he acts, you know? Yeah, like, wait a minute. You died and you came back to life. He's not dead, guys. Technically, we're not Technically, lying. Technically, he's not. We're, yeah. We're oh, lying. hey, here's another thing you just brought up. <clears throat> and I heard this on another <laughs> podcast regarding Tencent. Uh, and this actually ties into the Epic Store. I don't know if you heard the same oh. thing. I didn't see it on any of the news sites when I looked for news today. Uh, and that was that that game Pandemic was free for the Epic Store. It was supposed to be free this week. Uh, and so I'll just kind of bring it up now, even though it's not part of it. Uh, so it is... I Oh, so Epic's free games this week. There's two of them, guys. Uh, Ticket to Ride. And I don't know how to pronounce this. It's Carcassoni? Carcassoni? Mm-hmm. A long word. I can't pronounce it. So those are your two free Epic games. But I heard that that pandemic was supposed to be free, and Epic said that we were told by the Chinese government not to release that game. This will cause panic in the streets. No joke. Hmm. So I don't know. I'll have to confirm that. I'll have to actually do some research on that. So you know, on Steam, there's there's no moral high ground. I've I've already seen coronavirus games on there already yeah i heard there's supposed to be a couple new coronavirus games on there because it's steam it's america right it's Mm. gabe he's like yeah release those no i want to make a coronavirus game why not man we should call it my coronavirus my coronavirus I just skipped the end of that song because i'm all that was your coronavirus weekly updates ladies and gentlemen we'll keep you up to date every week with what the Chinese government is lying to you about, we'll yes. bring the truth. Ten cent can't censor us. Yeah, ten cent. I'm sorry. I we already it, we this already America. know it's up. This is America. <laughs> we may not have some video game <laughs> news. <laughs> Ubisoft has not. You. Ubisoft has now reportedly rebooted Skull and Bones multiple times. Back in May of last year, it was revealed that Ubisoft was not only bringing Skull and Bones to E3 2019, but the game was being delayed with no release date or window in sight. 
Fast forward to today, February 7th, and Ubisoft confirmed the game will not be releasing during this upcoming fiscal year. So, it's not going to release anywhere between April 2020 and March 2021. Whether it will hit next, fix, next, next fiscal year, who knows? But according, according to Kutaku's Jason Schreier, or Schreier, uh, Fryer, not only is the game far off, but it's been rebooted several times and lost its creative director towards the end of 2018. In other words, the game's in a bit of development hell. What's interesting, though, is that it's been rebooted so many times and lost, creative, lost its creative lead, which suggests that by the time it resurfaces, this can be a completely different game from what we saw back at the trailers for E3 2018. For those that do not know, the game was set to take place in the golden age of piracy, where renegade captains command the most powerful weapons on Earth, warships. In this world, you play as an insatiable upstart pirate captain who has refused the king's pardon. Having nothing to lose, you sail all the way from the Caribbean to the Indian Ocean, where an exotic and untamed frontier full of riches awaits you, Gunny. This was the pitch of Skull and Bones at the time of announcement, whether it's still accurate or not, who the fuck knows. Uh, but apparently they said, back in, back then they said, choose your own pirate captain and grow into the fierce legend that you always wanted to be. Select your pirate ship class based on your preferred playstyle, evolving in with the rich RPG system. From the safe harbor of your hideout, recruit your crew, customize the ship of your dreams, and pick up on the latest rumors before you set sail to leave your mark on the world. With each successful heist, as your wealth and reputation increases, the world and other players begin to challenge your ascension. Sailing alone becomes a dangerous gamble. Your long-term survival depends on your ability to form the most powerful pirate gang in the Indian Ocean, Gunny. Dun-dun-dun! Sounds like Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it sounds like you just (laughs) described that. So, And that game is doing very well. Sounds like Sea of Thieves. what I hear. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. So... You know, and, and they lost their creative director. I don't know if we read that article, whatever that happened. Um, but but if they did, then you know what? Maybe it's just time for, like I said, just shelve it and just start working on the next Assassin's Creed, Assassin's yeah. Creed game, right? Doesn't that make more thought, sense? It's probably what I they're doing. this game was dead. I thought, you know, later last year they said it was kind of, it sounded like it was postponed indefinitely. And now this article comes up on it, you know, and. I was just kind of surprised to see it again. Like, I think they should just let it die because I don't think this game is going to ever come out, honestly. And if it does come out, I think it's going to be too late. Well, if you're not talking yeah. until 2021 or something like that, I think it's going to be too late unless they make it for next gen. And I think you know. we won't. Yeah, we won't know until E3, right? So I think if we don't see anything at E3, I think we will then we'll officially know that it's dead. Right, because yeah. that's going to be the time where they're going to be like, check it out, another trailer coming out next year, you know, for the next gen consoles. Yeah, well, we we was hoping to see it this year on E3, and, and you know, it wasn't it, Ubisoft's presentation, and everybody was kind of like, where, yeah. where's this game so we said at? the same you know, thing. We, we heard so much about it, and you know, and they, I don't know, I think I think it's done, but who knows? Maybe we can get Sea of Thieves 2.0. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's I'll give it. I'll give it. it one more E3. That's that's what I'll give it. So it's not like people are asking for pirate games, you know. So that's another thing too, where they're either playing Sea of Thieves or the other two hobo ones on Steam, you know. Yeah, yeah. Black Wake's actually uh, I hear is pretty good if you can find a crew to play with. It, you that's the one I was thinking of. To uh, a specific role, 
and you play with an, an online group and you try to shoot or shoot sink other you know team ships and you're battling it out and it's more of a pvp kind of game where you got to all play your roles and and stuff like that so it's got like jesus i guess you could consider it something like uh uh hell at loose compared to like battlefield you know it's very strategic yeah. it's very position like you play your role it's like a role-playing game kind of like you, you you're the village person you be the village person you you're the person that loads the cannons and do the fire and you're the person that does the driving and that's pretty much your dedicated job mm, okay nice Moving on now to more news. Kingdom Hearts All-in-One Package is now coming to the PlayStation 4. Square Enix has announced that the Kingdom Hearts All-in-One Package is coming March 17th. This is essentially the Kingdom Hearts, the story so far, but without the addition of Kingdom Hearts 3, which launched last January. So, these are the titles that this includes. It includes the remastered Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. Uh, which packages the two original games plus numerous other spin-off titles in the series. Uh, so there you go. There you go. So if you're if you're wondering what HD 1.5 and 2.5 remix will get you guys, this is what it's gonna get you. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Remastered Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358-2 Days, which is HD Remastered Cinematics. Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Remastered Coded HD Remastered Cinematics, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance HD, Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts X Back Cover, which is a movie, and then um, Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, does not include the Remind downloadable content. Uh, so the key features are it includes 10 magical Kingdom Hearts experiences, a perfect way to begin the legendary Kingdom Hearts series. Travel to beyond Disney and Pixar worlds to defend them from evil Heartless. Unlock the power of the Keyblade and team up with Final Fantasy, Disney, and Pixar characters in the ultimate battle against darkness. Ooh. Test your battle skills with multiple combat possibilities, including powerful spells and team-up attacks. And uncover the Dark Seeker Saga and learn about the legendary Keyblade Masters. Nice. Have you yeah, guys see a lot of that King on Twitch. March 17th? Yeah, no, I'm not going to play this. No. I enjoyed the very first one back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played any of the ones after that, but it was a neat take on things back then. But <laughs> I've never played one. Yeah. Moving on to more news. Steam users played for nearly 21 billion hours in 2019, Danny. That's right. Big steamer. 21 billion hours. That's a lot. I think think Jesus is responsible for 1 billion of those. (laughs) He he, he might have put some hours in this year. According to last uh, year on Steam... Uh, you active users for monthly active users grew to nearly 95 million, and uh, so there you go 95 million. Uh, nearly 21 billion hours of game time were played on Steam last year. 4.3 million items were uploaded to the Steam Workshop, including some fake items used to hijack accounts that were forced, you know, blah blah blah. 
Uh, 43 review bombs were addressed, and over the final two months of the year, 3.7 million people used remote play, and 2.3 million people used remote play together. So that's like what we did. That's actually a pretty high number, I thought, considering that's not very old. The remote play together. When did we start doing that? A couple months ago? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I saw my son doing that the other day. Using the remote play together. I forgot what, what game he was playing, but seems to be a popular feature. So, for 2020, they have some things coming up, such as soundtracks. We're adding the functionality to better support gaming soundtracks on Steam. And there's also Steam Trust. Trust, the tech behind Trust Factor matchmaking in CSGO, uh, shipped in a closed beta to several partners last year and is being rolled out to all partners this year. Steam PC Cafe program launched an open beta last year to over 8,000 sites, and we're working on bringing the program to schools and libraries along with the expected cyber cafes, PC bangs, VR arcades, etc. There's also Steam Labs, the more top-secret experience are actively being tinkered with, and we're planning on graduating some of these features so that they are available to everyone. There's also Steam VR. Steam v- the team is hard at work on Steam VR 2.0, which will feature a number of customer experience improvements. They're also gonna work on their top list, uh, so they're gonna, you know, like the top list that show up for you. They're gonna work on tinkering those a little bit better. Uh, the mobile app is gonna get refreshed and updated to reflect the changing times, and they're also gonna have more sales events this year than nice. they ever had before. The Lunar New Year sale. Didn't we already do that? Yeah, it already happened. Yeah. Anyways, this is steamer, big steamer news. Moving on now. <clears throat> so, let's talk about the hacker who stole from Nintendo for years and bragged about it online. And he didn't even hide his real name or activities, guys. What? I didn't hear about this. Ryan Hernandez. <laughs> Sounds like my cousin. Spent years hacking into <laughs> Nintendo servers to steal games and other pieces of software. When the FBI caught up to him and seized his computers, it found child pornography on its hard drives, and Hernandez pleaded guilty to the crimes on January 31st. According to the FBI's affidavit and application for a search warrant obtained by Vice, Hernandez spent the last few years bragging about stealing from Nintendo publicly across multiple social media accounts, including Discord and Twitter. According to the affidavit, which Vice obtained from the Senate Counterterrorism Advisor and court watcher Seamus Hughes, Hernandez first crossed Nintendo's radar in 2016 when he registered for developer access through the company, and Nintendo said yes. Hernandez then accessed confidential and proprietary information, including material for the Wii U console and the Nintendo 3DS systems through Nintendo's developer sites. Court documents didn't reveal what specifically Hernandez leaked, but his story mirrors that of a Nintendo leaker who had information about the company's E3 announcement ahead of his time. Sabi, the E3 leaker, said that Nintendo's lawyers reached out and told him to stop. Once Hernandez had information, he shared it online publicly. Because why the fuck not here? <laughs> because Nintendo knew exactly who Hernandez was. He made no effort to hide his identity. And so Nintendo reached out to his family through a representative and asked him to stop. In September 2016, Hernandez was still a minor and he and his family agreed to stop releasing the private material he had acquired. But only one month later, in October 2016, Hernandez fished 
a Nintendo employee through its online developer portal, a place where developers officially interact with Nintendo to develop and list their games on Nintendo's online stores. Hernandez persuaded the Nintendo employee to respond to a help request posted on a Nintendo online forum, the affidavit said. The threat actor used the stolen account credentials to upload malware onto the site which logged the tokens of legitimate users logging onto the site and to later gain administrator access to the developer portal and download proprietary Nintendo data. So Nintendo launched its own investigation of the incident and quickly figured out it was Hernandez. <laughs> the identification was made in part by matching his IP address used for the attack with the IP address legitimately used by Hernandez on the Nintendo network. Along with this IP address, Nintendo also noticed a stolen data showing up on Twitter under the account named at RyanRocks462, which has since been suspended. Hernandez also ran a Discord server called Ryan's Underground Hideout. <laughs> That's pretty secret. <laughs> That's pretty secret, guys. Can't, nothing fishy going on here. <laughs> under the username RyanRocks462. So he had the same username on Discord that he had on Twitter. That's real smart. And then shared his personal IP address on the Discord server. Hernandez was so bad at covering his tracks that when the IP address changed because his father switched the family service provider, Hernandez complained about it on Discord. <laughs> giving law enforcement an exact timeline of the IP change. <laughs> After Hernandez fished his way inside Nintendo's developer portal, the company then launched an investigation and gathered evidence. In March 2017, it reached out to the FBI and turned over all the information it had gathered. In October 2017, the FBI went to the home of Hernandez, which he shared with his parents, in which Hernandez promised to stop any further malicious activity against Nintendo and it indicated an understanding of potential consequences of future criminal activity. There's a picture here of him on Discord saying, it's okay, the FBI came to my house before. They can say hello. (laughs) (laughs) After the FBI visited him, Hernandez began to brag about it and getting away with his crimes on the Discord server. He said, it's okay if the FBI came to my house before. They can say hello. And then he said, they will say hello, famed Splatoon 2 modder and YouTuber Ryan West. We have some reports that you are keeping 37 children against their will in your basement. Is that correct? Someone else responded in the Discord. I will say yes, but you will lose the case. Just like last time, Hernandez posted. According to the FBI affidavit, a few days after this conversation, Hernandez posted a meme on one of his Twitter accounts depicting SpongeBob SquarePants as an FBI agent. He tagged Nintendo of America's official Twitter account in the post. He put hi at Nintendo of America on Twitter. (laughs) Around the same time the Super Mario Party hit the Switch in October 2018, Nintendo once again... Once again, guys, this is like the third fucking time now. Called Hernandez snooping around using the same IP address. This motherfucker doesn't even know what a VPN is. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get access to Nintendo's development tools for unreleased games. It turned the information over to the FBI. Hernandez then used multiple email accounts for multiple providers, but they were often all variations of Ryan Rocks, <laughs> followed by a random alphanumeric. <laughs> Oh, he often he used the alias Ryan West to register these accounts for Nintendo and the FBI. It appears it was easy to track. Hernandez also continued to brag about his hacks online. He said, quote, Discord users Ryan Rocks 462 claimed to have access to Nintendo servers and was actively downloading content specifically related to the Nintendo Switch, the affidavit said. 
Hernandez then posted a screenshot of the Switch's content delivery network, the CDN, which is a kind of map, the kind of map of the way Nintendo delivers games from the internet to an individual's console. Uh, two more terabytes, and now I'll have all of Nintendo CDN, he said when he posted this picture. Wow. <laughs> a month <laughs> later, a month later, Gunny, the same account posted another screenshot in Discord. It was a similar image of the Switch CDN file folders. And he said, uh, quote, I just got the Jap titles to go. Oh, my Lord, he posted. Then on December 16, 2018, Hernandez posted a screenshot of a file directory that implied he had access to Nintendo's European file sharing network. Uh, the image appears to be taken via a cell phone, the court document said. He said, quote, This is Nintendo's internal eShop AP testing. Ryan Roxworth 62 said on Discord, Hardly anyone knows about this actually. Server stuff have been my thing for the past three to four months, and I learned a lot about Nintendo's UWU. A UWU is internet slang for being overwhelmed by cuteness. <laughs> okay. Uh, the evidence the FBI gave the judges most of it easily available to the public was enough for the judge to issue a search warrant for Hernandez's accounts and devices. On those devices, they discovered thousands of confidential Nintendo files. Uh, forensic analysis of his devices also revealed that Hernandez had used the internet to collect more than 1,000 videos and images of minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct is stored and sorted in a folder directory he had labeled, quote, bad stuff. Bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Justice Don't Department. Don't click on that one. It's not important. <laughs> yeah, like the FBI is not going to click on that folder, right? <laughs> According Jeez. to the Justice Department, Hernandez now faces up to three years in prison as part of a plea agreement. His ultimate fate, however, is in the hands of the judge. Hernandez has also agreed to pay Nintendo... Two hundred and fifty-nine thousand, three hundred and twenty-three U.S. dollars, for the remediation cost caused by his contact. Wow! I mean, this dude was How? warned, like four times. How like, old stop, was he, though? Stop your shit! Well, he was sixteen at the time. They said he was a minor. They said he yeah, was that's 16. what I was thinking. Like at the time, yeah, and you know, he he talked about what did he say? Like his specialty was like servers and stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, was he just this? Creepy, he obviously, evil, brilliant. He obviously kid. had learned how to hack things. Like hacking does not necessarily mean you're going in there and breaking code, Gunny. Hacking could mean like I'm I'm on right? I'm on Discord right. and I and I ask Gunny, Gunny, what's your favorite kind of dog? Or what what was your first dog, Gunny? Mine was a pit bull, and you're like, Oh, my first dog was a wiener dog or something. What what kind of dog was he or what color was he? And then when I go to your email and, and I put I forgot my password, and your shit says, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, very persuasive. Hey, what yeah. was your pet's or your first pet's name? And I'm like, it was fucking whatever, you know, because I asked Gunny. Like, that's what they do. They fish your information out of you, you know what I mean? They start yeah. asking you, like, hey, what was your mom's name? Or what was, when were you born? Or when's your birthday? Or like, you know, they just start asking shit like that, like, little by little. And eventually, they get all your information, and they can just hack into your shit. And that's what he was, it looked like that's what he was doing, you know what I mean? Just, like getting Nintendo's employees' information slowly, hmm. but somehow doing it, and then was able to get in there. And I don't even know why Nintendo would give him access to, like, developer portal when he wasn't even a developer. Like, he was able to well, trick him. Uh, reading between the lines here, I'm thinking that he probably, like, went onto their forums, website, via email, and just said, hey, I'm a developer. You know? Yeah, and, and they're just, like, okay. <laughs> just condom, basically, probably yeah. what happened into mm. saying, you know, let me have access to it. Like, oh, yeah, this person's probably legit. But a lot of these sites do verify you. Like, they ask you for, like, 
different types of like documentation to verify who you are. He must have had it all set up. Yeah, uh, that's that's my guess. I mean, it probably took him a while, but he was able to get all this info, which is. I mean, the thing is, I don't feel bad for him. He had child pornography on his fucking computer under. I mean, obviously the guy's sick. Stuff. I, I mean, just from something's wrong with him, you know. I mean, he keeps like using his own name. Just you know, we can laugh at that. But yeah, it's yeah. Like, he could be using right? the same like, Ryan he, Rocks. Like if you keep using the same everything name, everything is Ryan. Like he just wants to get caught. And you don't. Yeah, it's like he wanted to. Like he knew that he got away with it once, and then he was just testing them. Right? Like, fuck you guys. You're not gonna do nothing to me anyways. You know. So he just kept pushing his luck. Is what it seems like to me, you know. And not pushing his luck, but he wanted nope. to, he wanted to test them, you know, like how far can I yeah. go? You guys don't want to arrest me because I'm a minor. How far can I go, you know? And I think finally he pissed him off enough. <laughs> like you know what? Fuck you, dude. You're going to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, what a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, he even the FBI even went to his house. It was like at first your the lawyers contact you from Nintendo and tell you to shut up, right? You got a chance there to like walk away Stop quietly. Stop trying to hack us. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or con us. Yeah, you got a you got a chance right there to walk away with no consequences, right, Gunny? Like you've been warned. And it even says like, I'm just curious. Like his conversation with his dad was probably like, "Now look, now we got to go from Comcast <laughs> over to uh, AT and T." Dad, give me a new IP. Thanks to you. Yeah. Like now that. we have to go to Spectrum. Thanks to you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if maybe like he's probably just trying to protect his son, like thinking, okay, you know, we can. I guess the best thing was to take his computer away, but I don't know. It, man, that is that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, Gunny, you want to read the next the next one, next news? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. We've got this is on the e ESA. Uh, ESA launches game generation campaign to highlight positive impacts of gaming well yeah uh, gotta have good impacts from gaming absolutely generations is about celebrating more than 164 million americans who love video games and the positive impact esa uh the entertainment software association today revealed a new campaign campaign touting the positive impacts of video game on people's lives uh, generation aims to showcase the power of play in building community Forging inclusivity and inspiring creativity. The campaign. Yeah, let's be real here, man. Gaming is the most inclusive, most. It's just the most inclusive, most friendly place you can be. You know what I mean? Unless you're, yeah. unless you're playing, uh, uh, what is it, Siege? Unless you're a stupid fucking, unless you're a stupid right. big steamer I, or something, but <laughs> unless you like the Epic Store over Steam or some shit, no, no. But seriously, like as much shit as gamers talk to each other based on platform, like fuck you, you're on PlayStation, fuck you, you're on Xbox, fuck you, you're on PC. At the end of the day, there's no other thing that could bring all of us together, like the diversity of people together that the gaming. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, I always think of like I, it's not even something I play, but I but I think about something like a Pokemon Pokemon Go, you know, yeah. like where I think okay, it does that game really does bring people together? But hey, here's the other thing too, where we talk about Rainbow Six Siege, where it's it's you know it's the dude bro game, and fuck, we we come home from work, right? 
after five o'clock and tired and we all jump on and shoot each other up with guns and just have a blast right even if it's fitz talking shit yeah. or whatever or yeah right but it's just still coming together <laughs> you know like i don't know if this is a bad i mean just I look at the that, just look at the hgp community look how many different types of people are in there every race every religion different types of people with disabilities people without them people with them People with wear glasses, people that don't wear glasses, people that live in America, people that don't live in America, people that live in Europe, people that live in India. You know what I mean? We have everything in our community, and that's amazing. Like, what are the what are the things that bring that many people together? Like, from that diverse group, you know, like such a diverse group of people from around the world. What the fuck else can bring that many people together besides gaming? Right. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know, like like people talk shit about video games, but that's one thing I notice about video games, and and one thing about video games that people don't, people tend to forget about is there's people out there with disabilities that whatever the disability may be, you may be in a wheelchair, you may be disabled, like, like something else, you know, you have something else going on, you have a, a mental disability even where you can't talk to people in person. But video games is a way for those people to feel empowered, to feel like they have some purpose, or to feel like like they can be a part of a group, right? Like, like, like think of some people that play MMOs like World of Warcraft. That player that has that badass fucking character that's all the way leveled up, they may be a disabled person that can't work, and what they do all day is game. They, they play that fucking game, and that's why they have that badass character, but to them... You know, no one looks at them in the game and thinks, oh, that's just a disabled person. No one feels right. pity for them. Everyone's like, holy shit, that person's a badass. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, and when in your whole yeah. life, you, you feel, you know, you're pitied upon or whatever because of your disability. In a video game, you may feel empowered because you have that. You know, you, you're better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. So that's amazing. Hey, li- hey guys, listening. Uh, su- surprisingly, if you guys listened, to, I was listening to a podcast uh, the other day that. I think we all listened to it, and one of the hosts was just talking about even that game. Uh, I, I think it, I'm not sure if it's a Game Pass game. It's called Coffee Talk, but apparently that's where you just play as a barista, barista. Excuse me. Oh, I, I you know, you listen to other game, people's yeah. problems, right? So you know what I'm talking about, man. And you know whether it's somebody who's going to make fun of those people or whatever. But you think about it, like I like how she looked at the perspective of the person who may like that game is. Maybe that is their only social interaction, right? Yeah. And, you know, and it's just uh, that that kind of like just gave me a different perspective on things where it's like, you know, like we might think of them as, you know, whether they, they're disabled or just the way they look or, you know. Some people some go through background. shit, man. You know what I mean? Some people go through shit where like you have an experience in life or a traumatic experience or an, or an event. It could be anything. It could be something that happens in your childhood or something that happens in your adulthood even that makes you say, fuck people. I want to stay inside all day. I'm just going to play games. And all of a sudden, that's what you do. You know what I mean? And, and like, to us, we're like, well, that person ain't normal. That person should go out and get a job or go out and do something with your life. But it's like that to them, that's normal. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Leave them alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, you know, like, don't fucking judge them. Like, let them do what they're doing, you know? Let them live their life, you know what I mean? I don't get that. Like, there's a lot of people that I see talk shit about gamers when we get hyped up about consoles and video games and Pokemon and shit like that. 
And people make fun of gamers. Like, oh, look at that fucking nerd. He he should be out working on his car. Like, that meme, who posted that meme? Was it Andrew Jack that posted that meme on the Facebook group that was, like, about what guys used to do on the weekends back in the day? It was, like, some dudes drinking beer and, like, on top of, like, a car or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah. like what guys do nowadays, and it shows, like, two people on a couch playing video games or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it says, right, like, like you can change a tire. Yeah, you can't even change a tire nowadays, or something like that. All you do is play video games. It's like you know why you don't you don't have to change a tire. You don't have to know that nowadays. You call fucking AAA and they do it for you. That's true, right? <laughs> hey, I, I got a great example for that because because where I live at in an apartment complex where I have two main, I would I don't even know how to fix like. Uh, you know, like, I don't know, the doorknob or something, you know, like <laughs> something as simple as like, oil the door so it doesn't squeak. No, I just call. I got two maintenance guys. You know, they'll come in. Matter of fact, you know, like, and they're actually friends of ours, believe it or not. So, yeah. I'm like really good friends. So, I just like, the door's unlocked, you know, or, you know, where it's yeah. at. Just grab some oil, put it on there. And, and you know, fix the cabinet, you know, because I don't know how. It's not to say that I don't know how to change a tire. I know how to change a fucking tire. Trust me, I I, I do it all the time. I, I've had it where like in the morning I'm going to work and I'm like, fuck, I got a flat, I got to change it. Um, but like, you know, there may be people out there that don't know how to change a tire and they do play video games and fuck you, they don't have to know how to change a tire because they got AAA, bitch. Like, fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't have yeah. to know that shit. You know. Why, why does that shit exist? It's there for a reason. Use it, you know? Fucking AAA and shit. All that shit exists for a reason. Yeah. You can afford hey, it, use more it. I people read, uh, gamers and non-gamers alike read this, because just looking at a short paragraph here where it talks about sharing stories is a core part of of game generation, and ESA will run a number of live events and promotional campaigns to highlight the benefits of gaming. So there are plenty of benefits in gaming. Oh, yeah, dude, you have better hand-eye coordination. They've been saying that some video games, the people that play video games, have a less chance of, like, developing dementia and shit, because you're always using your fucking brain to, like, memorize things and memorize patterns and memorize the shit that the AI is doing. And it helps your fucking brain work, you know what I mean? Instead, yeah. of, instead of watching football <clears throat> or sports all fucking day, watching people run back and forth, talk about how that's so productive. Right, you being even help you with your reading it, depending on what game you're playing. Yeah, it says that you know sixty three percent agree that gaming improves problem solving skills, and fifty two percent agree that teamwork develops teamwork and collaboration. I mean, just stuff like that that useful in the you know in the work environment in the real world. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, positive article. That's right. Moving on to more news, more positive news, guys. We got all the positive news this week. Call of Duty says thank you to the Call of Duty community. Players and fans worldwide have come together to raise more than $1.6 million through the purchase of the Outbreak Relief Pack. That was a microtransaction pack that you could purchase uh, back, uh, I think it was beginning of January, to the like, it was like a whole month or whatever. Uh, the Outbreak Relief Pack was, or the Outback Relief Pack, I'm sorry. It was for uh, relief for providing money, all the funds of that, all the funds that they received from people buying that microtransaction purchase or whatever, uh, went directly to Australia to help them fight the wildfires and to provide money for them so they can build shelters for the animals and shit like that, you know. Um, so there. That's great. Oh, yeah. That is. That is amazing. And I can even tell you that 
you know, like just kind of go back where we you know we had these last fires with. We have people that come from Australia, firefighters come out there. Yeah. And so, you know, we kind of return that favor, especially with, you know, just speaking from like the Twitter accounts that I follow with California firefighters going over there and helping. Oh, yeah. That. And just, yeah. you know, and here we have the gaming community involved with, you know, raising money uh, and other sources as well. So it's just great to see relief. Yeah, I was, I was watching I, I that like worldwide. A lot more of this stuff in, in games. I would have no problem buying some cosmetics and stuff like that if it was going towards something, you know, like a charity of some form or something like that that was yeah. pre-set up. Yeah, I had seen this it pack. encouraged me. I saw this pack on the store when uh, I was looking through it a while back, and it was like, yeah, the fucking... If you, it said right there on the purchase, like, if you buy this pack, none of it goes to Activision. It all goes 100%. To, yeah, 100% goes to, like, Australia. We're trying to help them with the wildfires they have over there, so... I mean, it sucks, man. Honestly, like, that Australia wildfire shit is... It's a travesty, dude. Like, it's sad to me that the media in the U.S. didn't cover it until it got out of I hand. I didn't find out until I went to Discord. I think it was on our channel. It was it was out of hand, dude. Like, by the time the U.S. was getting coverage on the media, like, it was already burning for months. Months, dude. Like, like it wasn't like, 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 oh, it just started last week. Like, no, that shit was burning for, like, months, dude. And it wasn't, you know, like... Until the very end, that the U.S. finally started sending aid and helping them, and it's kind of bullshit, you know what I mean? This, you know, yeah. I, I feel like as America, we should be setting the example for the rest of the world to follow, and it's kind of bullshit that we waited that long to help. But at least we helped, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and the gaming community stepped up. Yeah, man. it's awesome. Gamers stepped up and fucking helped. Yeah. Moving on to more news. Mayo, your kid has now yeah. been banned yeah. in Temtem. What? Permanently. No. <laughs> <laughs> Temtem banned hammer smacks down 900 people permanently. Says here, Pokemon Online Temtem wants you to know that it means business when it comes to banning cheaters, Mayo. But developer Crema has also drawn criticism for saying it won't review the appeals. It won't. It just doesn't care, Mayo, if you pay them 35 bucks. They do not fucking care, Mayo. All right. Say you are done. Buy, buy it again under a different account. <laughs> In response to fan feedback, Crema has now said it will offer a ban appeal process, even though it remains a hundred percent sure all nine hundred players that were accounts banned today belong to those who cheated or used exploits repeatedly. Today's bans are a first for Temtem. Um, so this is now available early access, blah, blah, blah. Crema announced this morning via Twitter that it had taken permanent action against 900 players and that bans are final and it would not answer or review any ban appeal. We made 100% sure that every banned user is either a cheater or has abused exploits intentionally, Mayo. It's, it all sounded like good news, though. Some players were immediately unhappy with the idea Crema had banned people who had used exploits by accident. Ah, come on now. They said yeah. repeatedly use the exploits. I mean, you know, it's not an accident once you use it more than once. You know what I mean? You yeah. Right. Like, like if Gunny found out he can get 100 Temtem cards by doing this one thing, and he just kept doing it, and now he has 10,000 Temtem cards or whatever. He doesn't buy anymore. It's like they know he cheated. I'm not going to stop once. I'm going to keep <laughs> on going. Others asked Crema to explain his methods for determining what did and didn't count exploit-wise for a ban. A few hours later, Crema gave an update. Quote, 
The team spent all morning checking band accounts and players' accounts, saying they didn't do anything illegal. We are checking over 100 accounts. Every single one of them was a legit ban. <laughs> Don't yeah. trust cheaters. They just want you to know more info about the ban in order to avoid it next time they're using cheats. They will lie about everything in order to get more info and the minimal possibility of getting unbanned. And no, you're not going to get a bug or an exploit. Gunny. Only players intentionally and repeatedly abusing the exploits are banned. If you play in a regular way, you're okay. We've made 100% sure before doing any bans, and every data we've checked confirms that. With all that said, Crema has now stated that it will review bad appeals, even though every single one were checked out legit. Uh, like you said, having a no-appeal policy is not good, Crema concluded, so you can contact us on support at cremagames.com and put ban appeal as a subject and including your in-game ID or username. And so there you go. Hopefully that helps you guys, but I mean, they... They already checked 100%. You forgot to read the last line on that, Jesus. You're fucked. Yeah. It fucked. says here, hopefully that hammers it home. You're fucked, Gunny. You're fucked. Yeah. If you're banned, you're fucked. You... I'm going to go check my account. Yeah, I haven't I need been to check my... at all. Yeah, I need to check mine, too. Dude, <laughs> when I watch those YouTube videos, <laughs> they were, I just, you know, just trying to help help videos. That's what they were. Gunny was, uh-huh. Gunny, I, Gunny's emailing them. I was just watching this help video, guys. <laughs> the guy on YouTube told me how to do it. He told me to do this 50 times and I'll get all these things. I don't know. I was just doing it. He said there was no well, limit. <laughs> Part of the game. Mm. Speaking of bands and shitty shit, Fallout 76 finally comes to Steam in April with the free update. <gasps> Whoa. They're actually Fallout 76 famously bypassed by Steam when it released in October 2018. Instead, opting to launch through Bethesda's own launcher mail, the publisher has now confirmed a release date for Steam. Fallout 76 will debut on Steam April 7th, alongside the Free Wastelanders update, which will add an NPC to the game. Bethesda is stocking the Steam store with the base game and Wastelanders, Wastelanders Deluxe Edition. <gasps> Additionally, Bethesda will sell the game's microtransaction currency, Atoms, as well as subscriptions to the Fallout First program mail, along with the Tricentennial Pack and the Raider and Settler content bundles. That's right. One important thing to know is that Atoms and Fallout First membership for Fallout 76 on Bethesda.net will not transfer to the Steam version. Ooh. Atoms do not move between the platforms at all, but Bethesda confirmed that the items purchased with Atoms will be shared across Steam and Bethesda. So you, what the fuck? you can purchase items with the Atoms, but you can't transfer the Atoms. That's kind of weird, right? That is. Uh, so there you go. You get, so the new bundles include the Raider content bundle. Mayo, are you excited for the Raider content bundle? Oh, definitely. Oh, how about, the, a, a how about the Settler content bundle as well? I'll pass. Yeah. Thank you. You know, guys, I, I looked at this probably like a month ago and or whatever the last time it was on sale for the lunar sale. <laughs> and, you know, like on the Xbox, that's my yeah. platform of choice. And looked, at, it was like 1999. But I did go watch like a recent YouTube video. <clears throat> you just kind of see how the game is shaping up and how it's. But I, even they were just like, meh, you know, don't bother. So I know this is uh this is Epic Arc's thing, but I don't know. I just can't pull the trigger on it. So, mm. I'll pass for now. 
Well, well. Moving on now. Rod Ferguson has now left the coalition to oversee the Diablo franchise. That's right. Gears of War series know. producer Rod Ferguson has announced that he is now leaving Gears of War development studio, the coalition, to oversee Diablo at Blizzard. He's leaving next month. Gears 5 was released last year, and Blizzard is working now on Diablo 4 with no release it announced. So the time is certainly right for Ferguson to make the transition. Ferguson was a part of the franchise of Gears since the beginning at Epic Games in 2006 and continued his leadership with Gears when Microsoft bought the IP in 2014 and then started the coalition in Vancouver, Canada uh, to handle the franchise. So, do you think that, uh, what's his name, poached him? The other dude Mike Ibarra? Yeah, you think he poached him? I think he yeah, did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, I think Mike's like, right. hey, come on over. You probably I, said him. Yeah, uh, I like, think he poached him. I think he's like, yeah. more a year hey, bro, hey, bro, I'm putting a recommendation for you right now. We're going to get you a bonus. You come over here, you only fucking beat this game. <laughs> we'll bring you right on over, bro. You get a right? free Tesla. <laughs> Forget you fucking condo. Bring, get a free Tesla <laughs> and a condo, bro. Come over here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think happened. <laughs> yeah, I think he got poached. Sucks. But it's, I mean, it's the name of the game, right? Like, you move with your friends, you know, you know people in the right places. Yeah. You're going to get bonuses, you're going to get those, you know. It's like you're going to follow the money, right? That's the thing. Yeah. You know? So, there you go. We'll see if it's a step in the right direction for Blizzard, because I, th- I think Blizzard's really been struggling. Yeah, I can't they, remember seeing an article yeah. that, like, you know, if it wasn't for Modern Warfare, all their games right now are really for on sure. the down. Yeah. You know, you think of you know, WoW Classic was hit for a minute, but it kind of slowed down. But then WoW, and you have uh, Overwatch, Overwatch. is kind of. I, think, I don't know. I mean, it has an esports, but I, I don't pay attention to Overwatch. I don't know about no, you guys. I don't, but. No. I don't know how it has an esports. I don't hate it. I just don't watch. I don't fucking it. watch that shit. I don't know who does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anyone who watches the esports league, and they got a whole fucking league for that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and the only thing I have an interest in that whole platform is either Modern Warfare or Diablo. And Diablo's not out, and I've played three already a ton, so... Yeah. And Mikey Barra, didn't he become... Was he, isn't he the vice president of Blizzard or some shit, or working on Diablo? Something he's like high that. up there, whatever he's doing. Because he was the vice president at Microsoft, and then he went over there, I think it's the same executive fucking something... Some executive over there. Fucking yeah. And that was Blizzard. right when uh, Blizzard was getting all that hate with, uh, with yeah. the... Right. Uh, yeah. Thing. But he, he waited until the fire was, like, smoldering <laughs> Like, okay, now's a good time to announce it. <laughs> you fucking moved at the wrong time. <laughs> it was all that Hong Kong shit going on, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, Blizzard does this down with Hong Kong or some shit. That was that the thing, the Hong Kong protest. Wow. Yeah. Now that like coronavirus out, like there's not even like nobody in the street, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. No more protests going on. <laughs> Smart Chinese government. Moving mm-hmm. on now. Rockstar Games VP Dan Hauser has now said he's leaving the company. Take two interactive Another software one. recently announced that Dan Hauser, vice president of creative at Rockstar Games, will soon be leaving the company. According to the announcement, Hauser took an extended break starting back in the spring of 2019, but now he said his last official day at the studio will be March 11th of this year. That's a long break, dude, from spring. Excuse me, what happens when you're the, when you're the fucking co founder of the company? You need a job where you take a break like that. <laughs> Uh, we reached out to Take Two for a statement which confirmed that Sam Hauser's role with Rockstar Games, which he founded in 1998, 
remains unchanged. Uh, Sam Hauser is Dan's brother. So, like, they're Sam Hauser and Dan Hauser. Yeah. Sam and Dan. Sam and Dan. Call of Duty. No, not Call of Duty. Uh, GTA, motherfucker. And Red Dead. <laughs> and Red Dead. Hey, yeah, partner. Uh, Dan Hauser is one of the co founders of Rockstar Games and was instrumental in its success developing franchises like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, they said, We wish him the best in his future endeavors. Only time will tell if this change affects the future of Rockstar and parent company Take-Two Interactive. I mean, his brother's still there. I'm sure his brother can always text his brother be like, Hey, bro, we're having fucking issues making this next game. What should we make it about? Uh, are you guys shooting at cops? Maybe. We need to put more cops being shot at and more Keep crimes taking place. Yeah. <laughs> How many tanks and rocket launchers can you spawn in with the cheat code? <laughs> Can we make the map bigger? No? Okay. We had vaping. Not a good idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know the next GTA is going to have somebody vaping, bro. Someone's going to be vaping on like, that loading screen. You know they have the loading screen? Pens, right? Someone's going to be vaping on that loading screen. <laughs> Xbox Series X might support Windows mode, which will support Steam and Epic Game Store. And here's why that matters. There's a rumor circling that the Xbox Series X may feature a, quote, Windows mode startup option, eventually giving gamers access to a full, fat version of Windows on Microsoft new gaming consoles. So, a remarkable rumor covered by Spanish outlet Generación Xbox purports that the Xbox Series X features a unique Windows mode startup option. This option might allow users to boot into the Windows 10 and run apps such as Steam and the Epic Game Store, Mayo, hmm. potentially allowing Xbox hmm. gamers to play PC titles. If a full-fledged Windows mode exists, it would open the door to a whole host of new possibilities in the terms of productivity and cross-platform experiences. Over the past few years, Microsoft has been increasingly keen on blurring the boundaries between its Xbox brand. Today, Xbox doesn't just mean Microsoft's home console box anymore. It refers to the entire Microsoft gaming ecosystem across platforms, including PC. Windows 1 on the Xbox Series X could just be the next logical step. Keep in mind, though, that these rumors are unconfirmed, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, so, so why would Microsoft want to do this? An obvious answer to that would be to broaden the user base of the Series X. Uh, so Series X as it stands is very similar to the PC hardware. And moreover, the Xbox operating system is based on Windows, so offering a full fat Windows experience would just give buyers more reason to get an Xbox Series X, apart from gaming. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I guess if they're... Uh, one thing that I think they need to be careful about is... Well, I don't know if they need to, but... You know, we talked about this, and I heard it on other shows as well, especially when the Xbox One was revealed. Like, oh, it's becoming more like a Windows machine, right? But I don't think gamers who buy consoles really really want that right they want a console experience you know click on this tab over here click on this right that's we want that simplification um you know to play a game so yeah, but, but i don't know i guess for us hardcore gamers maybe that's a different thing you know that that we want more but have you ever launched like steam on on big picture mode I've yeah I've I've done it a few times. So so as would have say, 
you're you've been an Xbox player all your life and you you've never ventured over to PC. And like let's say a PC game like Mortal over there, you want to play it on your Xbox. You could launch over into Windows mode and go into your Steam account and possibly play a PC title on your Xbox in your living room. If they make it easy enough. You know what I mean, I'm saying? If they make yeah, it the like where pretty easy. can I click on the Steam icon? You know what I mean? Like not just be I just don't want this to be something just shoot in, you know? I think yeah. just for gamers in general, not for me, I'd be able to figure it out, right? With the help <laughs> of you guys, but I want that average user to be, oh, what's this Steam? I've heard of Steam. It's a PC thing, you know? Let me click on, okay, I can play this. Like you said, I can play Mordhal. Um, Yeah, that's okay. Oh, I see. It's just like a PC game. It's not, wouldn't normally be on a, like a PlayStation 4, you know? And I just want that to be an easy experience for them, you know? And maybe Probably. maybe that's why we're seeing a little bit of partnership with Microsoft and Steam already. You know, we're seeing the Halo games come into Steam. We're seeing these other Microsoft games come into Steam. And Steam, forever, being the big steamer that I am, have wanted to be in your living room forever. You know, they've been wanting to make hardware. They did the Steam Link and the Steam Controller and stuff. This gives them an, in, an entrance and, way. And the Steam Machine. Don't forget about that, right? That yeah, was just kind of short-lived, but... And so this could give Steam an entranceway into the living room. It gives them that mass market platform because you have a lot of Xboxes out there. And if you could put Steam on an Xbox and you could actually launch Steam off an Xbox and you could access those games because they all run, you know, Xbox and DirectX. That's why it's called the Xbox. You know, Steam games run off DirectX. You could maybe start installing these games that are Steam only or PC only at the time on your console. And if they have controller support, you could play right on your TV in your living room or you could play in your on your computer. What would be really be cool, too, is like the size of the Xbox and like the shape of it and stuff. I feel like it'd be easy to pick up and move because it's kind of tall. You know, it's like a little cylinder, like a base yeah. kind of thing. You could just unplug it, carry it up there if you have a computer set up, set it down on your desk, plug it in. And be good to go, or you could unhook it. You could move it to your living room if you want to, or you could stream it. You know, to different devices. So, I feel like it's kind of kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, and I don't know about. I don't think that would work well with like. I, I see it looks good on paper with the Epic Store, but all the Epic games are pretty much on. Well, I mean, except for a few that are they're already on Xbox. You yeah. know, they're already yeah, I'm there. Thinking more but maybe the like the ones I just mentioned. Thing. Uh, earlier when you were on a break there that you know there might be these other exclusive games you know that they've taken from steam you know so mm-hmm. i mean i could see those then come into xbox just to kind of add to the library which would be pretty sweet and they're free to play so why not you know but just make it easy for the gamer you know to be able to just click on things you know i don't yeah. know because I, I don't see i really don't see too many people very few just uh, I got that mouse and keyboard for my my new Xbox. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, they would. I feel like they would definitely have to make it controller friendly. That's why yeah. you'd have to do uh, big picture mode in Steam because that has full mouse or um, full controller support. And then you would have to make it easy for the mass market to get into. And know, also, the, there'd be a lot of legwork on Steam side. I have, I can definitely see Microsoft going here, take some money f- to do this thing where. 
hey, when we have these, when you guys are contacted by these early access games, and there's a ton of them on Steam, right? Every day mm-hmm. I log in and there's like, oh, there's a new uh, platformer. That's cool. Oh, it's an early access, you know? Where Steam would need that that tool to say to that early developer, okay, do you want to be Xbox friendly? You know, we're going to, we're going to check that box for you when we add it to our platform, you know? So that way when somebody comes to their X, they turn it on and they can see, oh, okay, there's, there's an early access Steam game that I can play, you know? Yeah. But I mean, it's really easier said than done. It's like it's going to behave like Windows. So if it's, you're booting into a Windows, it's already designed for Windows. So it's already, the game is already set up and ready to go. Yeah, so maybe, I guess that's what I want versus what they're what they're saying. But yeah, maybe you will need that mouse and keyboard. <laughs> you know, I personally would just rather see a Steam option on my Xbox, where I could just go into Steam, buy games, and play them on my Xbox. Yeah, if, you know that would that would be really nice, where I could migrate like a Steam library over to my Xbox, and and just put all the libraries together in one place. That'd be really nice, and that would be beneficial both ways i think it would right blur the lines between the pc and the xbox even more and i I feel like that's what they're trying to do yeah absolutely absolutely are you going to be uh xbox series x player with the windows 10 option i don't know it doesn't seem interesting to me if i have a gaming pc already like why would i fucking ever do that that would be a question Um, for Literally, you, okay, Mel. Look, why are you asking me this fucking question? My desk is right here. My TV right, is right say, here. Your scenario, you're right beside each other. You know, you're in the <laughs> same area. I can just turn that thing on and turn on the console and be fucking playing. Yeah, I usually have them both on at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no. Yeah, so my living room is further away, you know, so like, like it'd be if, nice to be able to. If I move the TV to the living room and say I put all my shit down there, then maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's a lot or, of work. Well, what if you were, there. if you were, what if you were never in the PC community yet, and you were watching games like PUBG at the time or Mordhau at the time, and you could get access to a game like Mordhau on your Xbox? Then yes, of course I would do it. What kind of dumb question is that, Mayo? No, I'm just yeah, saying I that, would. That's nice and benefit. Uh, nice benefit. Is, it's a huge benefit, but at the same time, I don't think they'll do it. You know why? Why? What do you think? Because they lose sales of games. They, That's they, true. That's they make money every time. Every time Xbox. How does the two store things work or three store? Xbox yeah. sells games. They make money off that game. Like, like the developer gives them a cut, whether it's twenty percent, ten percent, whatever. They'd have to cut it three ways. That wouldn't work out for anybody. I, that wouldn't help anybody. It wouldn't help them. It's just like It help us. It would be <laughs> no, like but... hacking your Xbox. Like they wouldn't. Steam wouldn't give them any money for doing that. Steam would be like, fuck you. I'm giving you shit, bitch. You know what I mean? So I don't think Xbox would ever do that. They want their shit locked down. They want to be able to keep you in their ecosystem. So, yeah, I don't see it happening. I don't. As much as people are wishing that, like, yeah, Phil Spencer is all this. At the end of the day, as much as Phil Spencer is a great dude, you know, it's all about the games. He has nice hair. Next. Next year, we find out Spencer buys Steam. He's homecoming. <laughs> you know, he, like, now we're all PC. It's all about money at the end of the day, and they're going to make money, and they're not going to do this. Yeah, and even like Epic, all the Epic games are, for the most part, are already on 
the Xbox, you know, popular ones. Speaking of making money, guys, I have another piece ones of news for you important. here. Sony has now submitted a patent for an AI that suggests microtransactions if a player gets stuck. What? Sony's got a new patent, and it describes an AI that would help the player if they're stuck by suggesting that they splash out on microtransactions. You ever get the feeling of this? Have you seen this before, Gunny? Deja vu? Well, Activision did this back in the day with the exploratory patent filed in 2015 by a research development team working independently from the company. It would pair players together in the hope that one player would see the swishy sword or the sniper rifle that another player bought and then encourage the player to make future purchases to achieve similar gameplay results. However, Sony's patent is an in-game resource surfacing platform that identifies where the player is stuck in the game and then suggests solutions. The AI will rely on individual and collective player data and transforms this through natural language processing to offer its answers. Its answers aren't always dodge when the light goes red, use explosive arrows, or the like. Often, there may be an in-game resource of the game environment that could aid the user in accomplishing the objective with the character read the patent. Submitted to the World Intellectual Property Organization, the in-game resource may be downloadable content, DLC, add-ons, upgrades, items, tips, strategies, communal data, etc. However, the user is not necessarily aware that such a resource exists. So, as shown in the patent, this is only one way the AI would go about helping you. Scooping up user data lets the servicing platform display instantaneous information about what other players have done or achieved before that in-game moment, and tell the player how the majority went about solving the puzzle. It does sound different to the PlayStation Assist, which would mark out things in the game like health packs and would make games more accessible to all kinds of players. But this is just a different way to get money out of you, Gunny. So this is pretty much saying it's either going to tell you like, all right, Gunny, you, you just you just suck at this Tomb Raider fucking puzzle. God damn it. You fucking suck. <laughs> Gunny, the ball goes over there. This is what thousands of players did before you to get the ball over there. Just get it over there. Oh, it's going to tell you, Gunny, you fucking suck at this Tomb Raider game. Pay me $5 and I'll unlock the crossbow for you. That's predatory. <laughs> for the gullible Gunny, gamer. Gunny launches the game. He launches the game and gets to the title screen and it says, Gunny, just pay us $10. We'll Gunny, help just, we'll help you right now. Gunny, just pay us $10 right now. We'll just help you ahead of time. <laughs> you hit start at this point in the game. After you, yeah, you pay him $10. Press it says, press start to continue. <laughs> That's interesting. That's a weird-looking uh, uh, patent, but hey, it's being filed by PlayStation, just so you know, people, for the PS5. And uh, Activision did file this back in 2015. They said it wouldn't be implemented, but I fucking doubt it because I see people with yeah. like cool-looking shit all the time. <laughs> all the fucking time. <laughs> uh, another, another piece of news I got here for you guys. Millennials have now picked PlayStation as their favorite brand. And the Generation C people, Generation Z, has picked Xbox. <gasps> That's right. Dun, dun, dun. Z's. So, millennials born between 1981 and 1996, and Gen Z, which is anyone born between 1995 and 2012, picked a video game brand as their number one. The difference, millennials picked PlayStation. While the Generation Z picked Xbox. See, Gunny, you don't belong in this group. What are you doing here? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You over here with the Gen Zs? Right. Over here fucking Xbox fanboy and shit? What's going on, Gunny? 
I think I, maybe I'm not sure why I, you know, you know, went from having a PlayStation One to having a <laughs> Xbox OG and then 360, and now I just continue to be that Xbox. So, out of all the gaming platforms that were preferred by the gamers, this is what they picked. They picked number one. This is right now the millennial top ten. Millennials top ten list was number one. So this was a top ten list of their most favorable brands. So gunny. Number one, of course, was PlayStation. Number two for the millennials was Amazon. <laughs> number three, Target. <laughs> That's my Target. Wife. Target. Although I do like Target, Target though. I do like Target though. Man. I give you that one. I do like Target. I like yeah, I do like grocery shopping. Yeah, I, I like Target. It's like the cleaner Walmart. It's the nicer Walmart. You know, all the crackheads running around. Number four is Disney. Number five is Ford. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, number six, Ford. Gunny. Number six, Jeep. Yeah. Jeep is number Hell six. Yeah. I got I got two of those. And number seven is Apple. <laughs> Same. Number We're eight. Whole Apple family. Number eight is YouTube. <laughs> my son. YouTube is, of course, a big thing. Nine is Xbox. And the 10th most favorable brand for millennials is good old Nintendo. Hmm. Yeah, that's right, hmm. Gunny. That's for the millennial crowd. I don't know. I don't have a list for the Gen Z or the Gen Zs. Motherfuckers. Fuck those guys. Fuck you, Gen Z motherfucker, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so out of all these... That's uh, funny. You got all of them except for the Nintendo part. Yeah, PlayStation... Went from number eight to number one. And this is out of 56,000 possible brands, Gunny. Wow. These are the top ten lists. I mean, those are the most popular. Wow. So, yeah, that's... Mostly. Yeah. There's <laughs> no EA on Maybe the list. Maybe the Gen Zs are the Walmarts. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fucking weird, you know? Like, we, yeah, what if Gen Z was like, we like Walmart? <laughs> Kmart? Hey, they finally they don't, what a, they don't even like, know what a they don't even know what a Kmart is, Gunny. Gen Z's don't even know what a Kmart is, motherfucker. <laughs> I was shut down two weeks ago. Finally, oh, finally, shit. Yeah, that's wild. I'm surprised I haven't heard a Starbucks store out there anywhere. Oh, that would be the Gen oh, Z's list. They, that would be on the right. Gen Z's list. We like Starbucks and coffee <laughs> and soy lattes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I got a list here. I got a list here of Gen Z's top 100 Applebee's. All right, I got a list, guys. Number oh, 100, Gunny. 100 on the Gen Z's list. What is it, Gunny? Is a food? A um, tip? Uh, uh, oh, a uh, habit? It, no, it's In and Out. It's a chicken place. Oh, Chick Fil A. Yeah. Nope. Oh, the um. Oh. Not Chick Fil A. It's fuck. I don't know. KFC, Gunny. KFC is oh, number one hundred. KFC. Say it like right at the last. <laughs> I right, was going to number fifty on the list. It's a drink, a soft drink. What's number fifty for the Gen Zs? It's a big brand soda. Coke or Pepsi? Oh, I'm gonna cool. say Coke. Pepsi, Gunny. Fucking Pepsi. God, it's Pepsi, motherfucker. <laughs> Second choice. That's my second choice. Yeah. All right. Let's go down here. I'm gonna go down here to the top ten. We'll find the top ten brands of the fucking Gen Z assholes. Taco Bell. (laughs) 
Taco, no, it did. Taco Bell drove past it. Taco Bell 17. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm, like, I'm like mentally driving down my main road right now, you know? All right. Number 10 for the Gen Z's, McDonald's. I had that last night because, you know, I had to spend the night. Ugh. Number nine, Sour Patch Kids. My kid used to like that. Huh. Number eight, Nike. That's my brand. Guess what number seven is, Gunny? Is it a food or a clothing? Uh, it's a snap. Ooh, cheese it. Very close. Cheetos. Ooh, yeah. Number six, a candy. Very popular. Snickers. Candy. No, very popular. Like they, M and M's. M and M's. Yes. <laughs> number five, another candy. <laughs> Another candy, number five, Gunny. Mars bar. No, it's, it's, it's oh, oh Reese's Pieces. No, sometimes it has like almonds in it. Oh, the the yet yeah, milky. No, uh, it's a bar. Shit, I forgot the it's a candy bar. Gosh, I haven't. It's a very popular so candy long. bar mayo. Very popular what candy. Bar, very popular candy bar mayo. Sometimes with almonds. Huh? Sometimes it has almonds. Sometimes it's cookies and cream. Oh, the, yeah, the, yes, the Hershey bar. Hershey's, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white chocolate. You ever yeah, get the white chocolate one? It's fucking bomb. Yeah. Yeah, number four, what are you doing chill, Gunny? What are you doing chill? Netflix. Netflix is number four. Number three, Gunny, what are you dunking milk? Oreos. Uh, Oreos. Donut. Oreos, good job, man. You may have got it. What number two what is uh this is a fucking uh this is a chip. Very popular potato chip. Dorito. Yes, Doritos. And number one That's okay. Number one, what Gunny's kid watches every night before going to bed. YouTube. Yep. <laughs> Gen oh, Z's top ten list. There you go, people. We get you Gen Z's top ten brands. Oh my god! I used to really like YouTube back where's, in the day. Where's Starbucks? So it used to, I think You're I right. Where was Starbucks? I became a millennial, and then I don't know what I am. <laughs> confused. Starbucks was somewhere <laughs> on that list. I just didn't go through. I was going through it pretty fast. <laughs> That's in like yeah. Those are more of the thirty plus crowd, right? Yeah. Yes. You, know you know what? You know what? I think you're right. Hey guys, daughters. Or Starbucks all the time. No, but but all right, Mel. Do you have like like another brand of coffee around there that's like a drive-through coffee place or something besides Starbucks? Yeah, Tim Hortons. Uh, this that's kind of lame sounding though. Like here we got Dutch Bros. Yeah, and we got all the young people go to Dutch Bros. Man, all the youngins go to your fucking Dutch Bros. Dutch Bros are like, uh, is that coffee bean or fucking black label coffee or there's like 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 there's like always the. Uh, there's always like the mom and pop like personally owned like fucking coffee stand thing like somebody bought a little coffee thing and they're making their own coffee and they're selling it there. There's always those too. So people tend to go to those more than they do Starbucks here. There's Starbucks you know what I've is- noticed like like Starbucks is like obviously everywhere, right? Oh, like my town probably dude. has five yeah. or six of them. Uh, and we have another brand here. Maybe some of our listeners have heard of it, uh, which is uh, Pete's Coffee. And the one thing I like now that we've been mentioning the uh, Z's and millennials and stuff, I've noticed like it's always like that the forty plus crew that goes to Pete's Coffee because I don't go inside them very often, but whenever I do, I'm like, oh, I feel right at home, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, these are my people right here. <laughs> well, you know, compared to like a Starbucks where, you know, or a Dutch Brothers, like you said, because it's, it's, they're always like next to the college and the high school. So yeah. I always, I, I know I'm old now because when I go to Starbucks with the, with the daughters, you know, they're like, hey, dad, stop at Starbucks and pick me whatever up on my way home. And I'm like, what is it? You know, and they'll Text give me some. Right? And she's like, no, that means it's a large. And I'm like, well, why don't they just call it a large? No, it's called a, it's called a whatever, you know. And I'm just like, okay, well, well I just call it a large then, <laughs> you know. Well, see, if I go to Pete's, right, they only have small, medium, and large. So it's like, and and they know, like, when I walk in, I'm just like coffee, medium. They don't sit there and question. They just like, oh, oh, of course, yes, yes, old person, medium coffee. There you go, right? They just know exactly what it is. And it's funny because grande like, and venti and yeah, that's what I hate. It. That's what I hate about Starbucks, man. Like I go there and I'm like, I want a coffee with this, and I, what size? I'm like large, and they're like venti. I'm like, fuck you, bitch, large. Motherfucker, right. tell me what the fuck is venti? Oh yeah, I'm not gonna drink what that. What fuck is venti mean? Well, that's funny too. My wife, she bar. likes drinking tea, and so she will call me on my way home. She's like, "Hey, because the Starbucks is like a block from my house, right? And I <laughs> yeah. drive right by it." So she goes, "Hey, stop and get me a venti tea." So I pull up to the drive-through window, you know, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'd like a venti tea." You know, I just feel like I'm repeating myself. Mayo, mayo, manly ass mayo pulling up to get a venti fucking tea. Pulling out and just like, free slime, and you're just like, "Somebody's gonna drink this?" Oh shit, dude. She gets. It's actually one she gets. She likes now is it's a called medicine ball. So now oh, it's like okay. I pull up, you know, I feel all fancy now. I'm like, "Yeah, I'd like a a venti medicine ball," and they're like, "Okay," and I feel uh, like double pump on the syrup. <laughs> double pump on the syrup. <laughs> Hold the sugar, please. So fat. <laughs> you then stomach I get milk. milk hero, so. You're uh, a boomer. Fucking boomer ass mayo. <laughs> <laughs> get you a beanie. Dude, Starbucks, literally, in my town, dude, has so many coffee shops. We got a Dutch Bros, like a, there's like a drive through place, Dutch Bros. The beginning of town. And then between here, they're in like here, which like a Starbucks is literally right here next to me, like right, like. It's like my neighbors, like Starbucks is right here. From there to there, there's probably like two or three like little like mom and pop shop like coffee places, and there's like one Black Bean. And then between here and the next stoplight, there's a Dutch Bros again. <laughs> and then at the Fred Meyers, there's another Starbucks, which is like at that stoplight. <laughs> and then from there to the edge of town, there's like two more like mom and pop shops. It's like what the fuck? We need that many coffee shops for a town of like ten thousand people, dude. Fucking people A. Love their caffeine, Ridiculous, man. dude. How many coffee shops are in this little fucking dinky town? They're like, I don't get it. Fuck, Gunny. Does that many people drink coffee? I know. You need to drink more beer. More beer. Mmm. <laughs> Parner. Yeah. Hey, you guys. We got Council Corner here. Oh, moving on now. Council Corner time. We're done with news, people. We're done with news. Starbucks talk is over. Coffee talk. Go play it. It's Move on Game it. Pass. Uh, another game to get on Game Pass. What was it? What was it? Final Fantasy 15. That's yeah. our featured game yes. this week. What the fuck you mean featured? What the hell's going on here? Hey, this is the console corner. This is where I talk about the. Oh, best oh you're gonna feature a game on Game Pass? Oh, okay, so that's the featured game. I this added week? that as a bonus. All right, Gunny. Good job. So yeah, get that one. Uh, and I think we're still into the week of the Isle of Man motorcycle racing game and your Fable Heroes <gasps> as your backwards compatible game. Oh, my. 
I was looking at screenshots of that game. That game looks pretty dated. But there's probably a fan out there telling me to shut up. Um, let's see. Going back to the PlayStation, you've still got... I must have deleted something. Firewall Zero Hour. And... <laughs> Bioshock oh, the Collection. Goat, Bioshock. Goat Simulator and... No, 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 no. Bioshock the Collection and... Bioshock, yeah. And then the Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection, I think. I think that was last month. Was it last month? <clears throat> Was it was it Nathan Drake was still on? Okay, so maybe that's still going on. I don't know. I know for a fact there's a that this month they do have the fucking game. I just said it. The Bioshock Collection, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know what the next game is. So game. Yeah, I totally forgot what it was. Um, Great job, Gunny. Great, great good job for the console corner. Was that you? The Sims yeah, Four. The course. Sims Four is also available. That's it. Yep, Sims Four. Which is way better uh, isn't games. Isn't free to play everywhere now? Way better games than the Isle of Man and Fable Heroes. Yeah, Sims 4. Uh, that's another game I claimed on the the uh, PlayStation Store. Which, yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to play in that one. I think I played that back on PC back in the day. Oh, yeah. It was like back in the PlayStation <laughs> 2 era. Gunny was one of those guys that would put him in the pool and remove the ladder. I can, I can just see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No 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 tubes for anybody. No ladders. Right. Have fun, kids. Or put them in a room and remove the door, and that way they can't get to the bathroom and just let them pee yeah. in the room. I, I would always catch shit on fire to try to teach my sim how to cook. The fucker would never learn. Oh, that's actually, I was guy oh, like catch on you know, fire, like, bring the fucking house kids. down. Gunny, it all comes out now. All those overcooked games we were playing together and the kitchen caught on fire. I'm starting to see a connection. He was blaming you the whole time, but it was I think there's some yeah. misdirection here. I just have eight kids, and then I just leave. I just... That's you just it. have eight kids married. and leave? I just have eight just kids, fucking and then I leave. leave for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, moving on now to community questions. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a question of the week last week. The question of the week was... What game are you glad you gave a second chance to? Something you didn't like but fell in love with? Normie said Tetris. As a kid, I didn't understand the allure of it. It wasn't until I went to college I found it on my computer and I gave it one more shot. I became hooked on it. For months, I would close my eyes and see the pieces. I had to finally stop playing because I was losing my mind. Do I regret picking it back up? Maybe at that point in life. But now it doesn't bother me. Great answer, Normie. That was like a nice... Like, I went on a journey there. I see Normie as a kid hating Tetris. Yeah. I see her in college studying and then finding Tetris and, like, playing nothing but Tetris. And then, and then yeah, I see her going in terms with Tetris. Funny nice. thing was, I was, I took my son's shoe shopping yesterday, and we were in the shoe store, and they had a pair of Tetris tennis shoes. I can't remember what brand they That's were. Dope. But they had, you know, like, it has a little... When you move it, it looks like it's moving, like that kind of a plastic material. It looks like it's moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it had that, and it looked like the Tetris pieces were falling on the side of the shoe, and they were like all wild colors. And you know, like, I want to say, who would wear this? I I could be a hundred percent wrong, but the I fuck? think they had those even back in the day. Like who the fuck even would around wear the time ninja when it was shoes? Really popular when I was a kid. Yeah. You you? Makes me want to go back and get some Tetris shoes now. Gunny, fucking communist, Gunny. Communist game. Playing Tetris. Hey, fucking I played some of that you. Tetris uh, Tetris Effect 
PlayStation VR a couple weeks ago. Great game, great game. So that I played it a while yeah. back. I was like, oh, so good. Yeah, I ha- that's something I have to play every time I put on the headset. Have you ever turn it on and just like watch little fish around the world? Like those are players online. It's pretty wild. You know, it's players funny. I'm supposed to get that whole experience, but I'm just so focused on my tetro minus meters, tetrometers, your, your penis, your tetro penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever the hell those doing, blocks are called. <laughs> but it's funny if I watch a tet like an actual stream on Twitch, then I'm looking all around the screen and the fish and everything. The tetro. I'm playing that game. Did wrong, you call it the tetropino? I'm, I'm actually just I'm enjoying the music and the game itself. <laughs> Shit. What's the next answer, Gunny? Next answer, go. Uh, this is from. Jedi of Light, and he says Dark Souls. Uh, he says he bounced off hard until he found out I need to go to go up to the Undead Berg at the start of the game. Now it's one of my favorite games of all time. <gasps> oh you gotta my. show me this, Jedi, uh, what you're talking about, because I know I've played, uh, what was it, Dark Souls 2? Uh, probably any of them, and I was just like, I don't know where to go next or what to do. But I have been enjoying that uh, just on my side of things, I've been enjoying that Neo Nio game. I've been playing that on PlayStation Four. Neo Nio game, similar, similar to a Dark Souls. <clears throat> Who's next, Mayo? All right, we got we got Pipe Dream, and I feel like this is just a kind of a common answer. I hear this a lot. The Witcher Three, and you know, he says it, it took him about three years to try in the game on and off. And he says uh, he couldn't really get into what what all the hoopla was about for the longest time. He said the lower is so, so daunting that it just was really hard for him to get into. And then after about three and a half years of trying the game on and off, it finally clicked it with it, and he's played it for like 300 hours straight. He said. Wow. I, I love The Witcher, man. Like that, you know what? Like I'm going to take him up buy it on Steam. Do you have it on Steam mail? Um, I have it from I have somebody's it account. Okay, I think I have it from somebody's account. I, so. need it. I need that game. I think it came it. with my PC or I just... I somehow obtained it earlier. Um, it's like one of the only other, I would say, AAA best-looking games that I've played on there. Oh, I was trying to test. That's what it was, Mail, right? Remember when I had the old PC and I was trying to, I was like trying to fire up the, the old Witcher Three on there to get it to run. Mm-hmm. But I own it on Xbox as well, and it is, it's an amazing game. The, uh, yeah, I know, I, I know what you're saying, Pipe Dream, because even like. I think when I first played it, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this combat, you know? Oh, I hated I mean, it at I, first, and I, I couldn't get into like it. I played, like, sword and board games, but, my gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I couldn't get into it. I just didn't like the fucking monsters, and then I got into it the second, third time, maybe, that I played it. Yeah, maybe the third time for me. Mechmod says... I plays this a lot. Mechmod says, Super Metroid. When I was younger, it took me forever to beat it. I absolutely hated the game. Now, absolutely one of my favorite games ever. Sing Mechmod. Who's next guy? Uh, so basically, four one one says, "Bloodborne." Originally, when I started to play it, uh, I just really didn't like it, both gameplay and the story. But then one day, I was like, "I might as well try it again." From that point on, and played a crap ton, and actually liked the story once I got into it, and the gameplay got good once I got the hang of it. Good old Bloodborne. It's a good one. What's next, Mayo? Who is that? Oh, we got, a, we got a good old Nipron, our buddy. Johnny. John, 
So he says Metal Arms for the PS2. He said, uh, yeah, he says, I thought the gameplay was tacky at first, and I stopped playing it for months. He says, then I came, and he came back to playing it and getting to know the controls. It was really fun. He says he wished they could make a remake of that game. And he said, uh, also one of my hidden favorite Legends of Magaya on the PS. I'm probably butchering that, but he said it was a heavy RPG game similar to Final Fantasy with a different combat mechanic. He says the first mechanic yep. was very weird, but I caught on to it and turned out to have an awesome story that made me cry at the end. Wow. I'm glad I gave it a second chance. I've heard of that game. And then also Metal Arms. I think I played that on PSP or Vita. Quote me on that. Ghost Nico says, Deep Rock Galactic. Tried it by myself and I hated it. Then I played it with friends. Awesome game, which we should play some more of it. They have added more to it. Yeah, we all have it on Steam. We need to get a game night going. Yeah. Or day. Right. For sure. Matthew Rowell says, The Witcher 3 for sure. Uh, It took me like five restarts, actually. But the fifth time, I was hooked. That game is a hard game. The Witcher 3 is a hard game to get to like start and then leave. Because when you come back, you forgot everything. You forgot the fucking oil, your sword bullshit, the fucking meditation crap, the fucking studying yep. the monsters. The, you forgot all that about all that shit. You know what I mean? But if you play the game from like the beginning, you just keep playing it every day. You'll always remember you got to oil your sword. You got to do all that shit. You know what I mean? And and you know the other thing too is with your items. I think that's the another great thing about this game where it's not just like common items that you don't. It's not like a like a fall or an oblivion game, you know. You don't have cups and and armor in your inventory. It's all kinds of other shit that you need to manage. Yeah. Brian Hopkins said the yeah. same. The Witcher, yes, pretty much. Uh, Kaido Olin says Dragon Age Origins. I remember watching a friend play and thinking it looked like hot garbage. He left me with it to try it while he stepped out. I went home that day and immediately purchased it. <laughs> Top five for me. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Richard Jimerson says Assassin's Creed 2. Said he got mad that he couldn't just kill anyone. I wanted that he wanted that he wanted. But then on giving it a second chance, I figured out I can just knock people out, which was just good for what I was trying to do. And I gave the game a second chance, and it changed my soul. Nice. Our our guy Ryan Gibson, he's saying uh, Children of Morta. Um, that's which is you know guys, it's on Game Pass. Hey, check I it out. Played it. It's a good game. And he says when he first played it, he didn't like it, and then he had to start over and put it down. And he says and he came back to it a few weeks later and played a crap out of it. He says love that game now. This is a Mayo game. Trust me on this. This is a man. Yes, I, I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Ryan Gibbs over here because I, I did play it like two days ago, and I only got a little ways in, and I put it away and went to play Plague's Tale. So Kyle Wilkie says Witcher Three played it on an old save. No idea what I was doing. Started it again. <laughs> See what I mean? You cannot yeah. fucking play this shit on an old save. You gotta just stick to it. Right, because you're like, a, what mutants did I yeah, have? Yeah, what the uh, fuck? Mutations? Yeah, yeah, what mutations oh, did I put on or whatever the fuck? And, uh, fucking, what? Who's the witch? Set? 
Who's this witch over here? The guy, do I have to kill her now? What's going on? <laughs> Who's this Gerald guy? <laughs> the fuck is this Gerald guy? Who is a witcher, by the way? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Who is this witcher guy? What the fuck's he doing in my screen? Throw a point to your witcher. All right, no singing. <laughs> That's uh, a point Matt, to your witcher. <laughs> <laughs> Matt says, just started playing Destiny 2 after it's been like two years. Really getting into it. I mean, there's a lot there to like. Um, yeah, with the two big expansions that they have. So, and the right, last one. And the last one we got from, you know, good old Bill Gardner II. He says, Jesus' favorite game, Death Stranding. <laughs> and he says, just kidding, that game is still garbage when I tried to go back. Asshole. <laughs> that game is amazing. Game is amazing. Yeah. Anyways, no, no, no. that's all we have for yeah. the community answers. Thank you for answering the question, people. There's a new question this week. Apparently, Gunny has it. Go, Gunny. Uh, well, I had two of them. Um, let me see. It is. Where did I put it? Okay, so. Uh, I think I just keep it basic and just want to know if you guys prefer solo or multiplayer games. You can also give examples about what your favorite multiplayer or solo games are. So that is your community question for next week. Make sure you put it in the group so I can... Whatever the fuck. You know what I mean. You got it, bro. Anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at JesusWalksLot, on Xbox, JesusWalksLot, on PlayStation, JesusWalksLot, on everything JesusWalksLot, pretty much on Steam, JesusWalksLot, on Epic, all that good shit. Add me, people. Let's play games. And shout out to Starbuck United. She added me on Xbox. Send me a message. You're awesome, Starbuck. You see the support that you leave us over on YouTube. Great person. Thank you for being part of the community. Oh, yeah, Starbuck United. I did. Starbuck did United, bro. Left a review on iTunes. Says, Jesus is the best, Gunny. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Gunny. I'm just kidding. Thank you, Starbuck. Starbuck, you're I did awesome. get your friend request. I did add you on. I think it was Xbox. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Where can we find you, Mayo? And Discord. You're going to find me, you know, the typical on Steam, Origin, Uplay, all that is the Mayo one. And on Discord as the Mayo. Hey, guys, go over and follow me on uh, Xbox One X. Even if you got an S or an OG Xbox under Gamertag Gunny Chief. Uh, same over on Discord, on the Uplay Store. Uh, but over on the PlayStation, I am also I am known as HTP underscore Gunny. Why not add me if you're on the Twitters, Gunny Chief? Yeah, I'll throw in a quick plug to uh, my son who jumped in and talked about some Tim Tim. Uh, you can find him in the Discord actually as Injustice, and he's in the uh, HTP Discord. So, or on Steam as Injustice. Yeah. Thank you, Injustice. Now you know who's Mayo's favorite kid is. Cause he's actually plugging, he's plugging his son, the little one. But when the other Mayo, well, he doesn't plug the other Mayo. You see that? Reg Mayo, yeah. He don't plug Reg Mayo. I don't see no plugs. Mayo's in the Discord. Don't see no plugs for Reg Mayo around here, Mayo. What's going on? Uh, we're getting lost with the plugs right now. <laughs> he's 
gonna be like, he, gets, he gets a plug every week as a Patreon. <laughs> he does. He does. You're awesome, Reg Mayo. Thank you for being a Patreon. <laughs> thanks to all the mayos. Thanks to all of them. There's a bunch of mayos out there. Just thanks to all of you guys. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. We're getting closer to E3, guys. It's coming. It's coming, Gunny. Is it June already? No, it's only February. Two more months, pretty much. Three more months. How many How many months is there? How many months is there in a year? Twelve months? Three, four more months, Gunny. Yeah, I go with four. <laughs> Fuck you, Gunny. Fuck you, Gunny. Go, it's go. a long way off. Get ready for E3, game. Gunny. E3 is going to hit you. zombie game. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. You watch. You fucking watch. We'll be back next week, ladies and gentlemen, with more video game shit. And hopefully Gunny plays some Firewall Zero Hour. I don't know, Gunny. I don't hey, know. I'll, I'll be I'll be skiing next week, guys. Oh God! Who the fuck skis? Down the slopes of Nevada. What are, you, what are you doing? You gonna go skiing? Who goes skiing? What? It's Valentine's Day, so I gotta I gotta Jesus. take the wife. You know, leave her on the is Valentine's Day like skiing. California. Yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing says more romance than fucking skiing in the fucking snow, freezing your ass off. Nothing more romantic than that, Gunny. There'll be a lot of whiskey that night. <laughs> In vodka. <laughs> uh, actually, it'll be like eighteen of us, so there's going to be a there's going to be a big group. Oh, it's even better. It's even better. Nothing says romance like having a big group of people skiing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. Speaking of romance, shout out to my friend. They call me Iams and Alyssa White. They're engaged today, officially. Officially. Hey! I am just like, Jesus, right, wasn't gonna, I just thought I wasn't going to mention that, but fuck you, I am, I am going to mention it now because it's official. You posted it on Facebook, so it's official as fuck. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to you, Alyssa. You're stuck with the fucking weirdo for the rest of your life. But it's okay. <laughs> I guess he's a normal guy, sort of. Sometimes. Kind of. We're out of here. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) Bye. We're out of here. Bye.
and he has a deep male voice like me, so he'd be like, "Hi guys, <laughs> I play some Pokemon Temtems. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a hardcore uh, gamer. 